Gummy bears are stupid and delicious. Welcome back, everyone, to what I believe is episode 76 of the Stupid and Delicious Wrestling Podcast. I'm here with my buddy Oz. Or Doug. Whatever. You know. You are who you are. You yeah, know who I'm you both. Are. They know who you are. That's true. And we're here to uh, talk shit about things and talk good about others, depending on how we feel about it. That is also true. So what is on the docket but, today, Doug? Well, before we get on the docket, we've skipped oh. something we used to do. We used to recap our weeks. Oh, right. Because we usually have stories, but we've been so busy. Like, we had a pipe bomb, and then we had guests, and then we had more guests, and this is the first week. And you moved. And I moved, and everything's been a clusterfuck. So that's all that's been going on. Pretty but much. now I have a story to tell. Oh. So I'm intrigued. Do tell. Yeah. So I had to take my car in for, like, schedule maintenance or whatever and got my ass ripped off because, you know, I'm stupid. Um but anyway, explain how you're stupid and how you got your ass ripped off. Well, because they charge you two hundred something dollars for scheduled maintenance, and I'm sure I could get the exact same services somewhere else cheaper. Probably so. But what I does have scheduled maintenance entail. But I have roadside assistance that is guaranteed. I take it to them, and I lose the roadside assistance if I don't take it to them. That's so, the dumbest so, thing I've ever heard. But yeah. they have you over a barrel. Yeah, uh, you know, I like getting fucked in the ass. Apparently. Um, I guess cats into pegging. (laughs) Anyway, um, so I take my car in today, and they're like, hey, it's going to be like two hours. I got there at like 1230. I'm like, I got shit to do at the apartment. Can you all drive me home? They're like, yeah. So they drive me home. Round 445, they're like, hey, your car's ready. Awesome. That was not two hours. It's a little more than two hours, but whatever. But you did leave. Yeah, and they told me it would take longer if I left. Anytime you leave, they don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. When you're there, they feel a little pressure of the the customer being in the waiting room. Yeah. And I'm also pissed off because if you go in the afternoon, there's no cookies. There are cookies in the morning, but not in the afternoon. That's that's your big uh, fuck you. There's a lot of reasons I say fuck you to this particular car dealer. Oh, you didn't even call them out. Good job. Yeah. Uh, I'll be nice. How polite. Because they do have some nice people working there, and I don't want to badmouth them. Well, that's like the place I bought my car. Everyone I dealt with when I bought it was nice. I've never gone back. Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) Um, So anyway, I'm sitting there, and I get there probably about 5, and apparently this was when the floodgates opened, and everybody's car was ready, and there was like 30 people. You realize what the problem here is. It's the end of the day. Five o'clock is when everybody gets off work, so it's a mass exodus and Um, everybody picking their shit back up. And it was one little cashier girl trying to handle all these people. Oh, Whatever. But as I'm sitting there, this lady comes up. It's like, hey, have they settled your paperwork and stuff yet? I'm like, uh, no, why? And she's like, well, I'm the only one here. Who's not afraid to drive your van? So uh, there's nothing scary about I'll your go van. Get it for you. You've driven it to Winston Salem. I drove you? it a long fucking way. Yeah, yeah, that's almost room. three hours from here. Yeah, I think Sammy is on the counter. Um, anyway, so I'm sitting there thinking, this is a big dealer. I mean, this is a dealer that isn't little, has tons of people working for them, and the only person not scared of the disability van is this little awesome redneck lady. But there's nothing about your... I know. But I, see, also the redneck no lady idea. grew up driving tractors, so she don't give a fuck. Yeah, she's like, whatever, there's equipment around, I don't give a fuck. But, I flipped the four-wheeler last night, this ain't shit, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, 
Wait a second. Are there people fucking scared of my van? I had I never that. thought of that before. But apparently there are. Well, Doug, look at it this way. My car is a stick, and there are people yeah. afraid of it. So, But that's something that requires skill. There is nothing... They assume your car requires skill. Yeah, I guess they forget the pedals still work. Yeah, but, um, a lot of people just assume it's just a, a handle down there, and you. Yeah, it's the only way you can do it. And while I'm on disability stuff, fuck that movie that just came out where the guy kills himself, by the way. What movie? I can't remember the fucking name of it. <laughs> what the hell is it called? Me Before You. Me Before You. So it's about that a guy. That guy kills himself? It's about it's a guy. Fucking spoiler alert. Yeah. Hashtag live boldly, and he fucking kills himself at the end of the movie. That was their hashtag? Yeah. Their hashtag was live boldly, and he died cowardly. Yes, exactly. All right. It is horse shit. But one of my old track friends actually wrote like an article about it, calling it out and saying, this is horse shit. So I would like to also continue to call it out. It's horse shit. That's dumb. Stop it. That is dumb. Like, what, is, what is exactly wrong with the guy? Because I've seen the trailer at a movie I was actually interested in watching. I don't remember what. It might be a spinal cord injury. It was a spinal cord injury. Okay. Cat's confirming it's a spinal cord injury, which I understand it is tougher to go from having to not having. Yeah, I get that. I, I totally understand. I've met enough people on both sides of the coin. But it was a spinal injury. It wasn't like muscular dystrophy or something no. that's degenerative Chronic, yeah. and no. gets worse over time and your quality of life is just going to go downhill. He was just having a spinal needs... injury. It didn't affect his brain. Nope. So and as he's far as a I sound can tell, mind, not so sound body. And ends it all. Yeah. What the the plot, too, is he, like, falls in love with this girl, and they have this little nice relationship, and that, then he kills that. himself at the end. I don't like... You know what? what I'd rather fuck? go see a movie like John Dies at the End, where you know John's going to die at the end. <laughs> at least they tell quality me, quality yeah. film. At least they don't try to bullshit and tell me to live boldly. No, they did not bullshit, and John Dies at the End. Mm. Great book, by the way. Never read the I book. I know you're not I a reader. I saw the movie. It, first... Five pages. I was reading it when I was subbing, mm-hmm. and kids like looked up at me at the desk and were like, "What is wrong with you?" Because I was laughing so hard. Oh man, yeah. So it's a quality film. But anyway, that's my week. All uh, right. How was your week? Uh, well, let's see. Last weekend, I went to Ring of Honor show. Oh yeah, we gotta cover that when we're done with. You went Friday night to mm-hmm. the live show. I went Saturday night to a TV taping. Yep. Uh, I went with CTMD and April. Uh, CTMD had a lot of questions as to why I was so into women's wrestling. Oh, yeah? Adam doesn't get it. Doesn't doesn't understand. Huh. And I'd like to just lay this out right now. The reason I'm into women's wrestling yes. is because these women put a lot of hard, to, uh, hard work and effort and probably blood, sweat, and tears mm-hmm. into what they do in the ring and for them to not get nearly the respect that the men do just because... They clearly can't be as athletic because they're not as big. They don't have the muscle mass for that unless they're fucking jacked up on roids. And people just look down on them. And I think it's bullshit and they need a voice. And You're that voice. And since Derek's not here, I am that voice. All right. I, I, I appreciate good women's wrestling. Queens of Combat is one of the most fun shows we ever go to. It is. And it's all women. I, like, the only guys there are the refs. So Yeah, and... and and people act like Adam in particular said that uh, was uh, what was he? He was applauding somebody for taking a, an apron bump, and I was yeah. like, "Dude, 
you're missing out because you're not you're not paying attention to what these women are doing. I was telling them about uh, Sue Young, uh, Taylor Made, and uh, Darcy Dixon at the show me and Steve went to in Charlotte, where she sat both of them in the chair and cut a front flip off the ring and smashed everybody. Or like when Lufisto and Amazon Andrea slammed oh my through God, they were four rows of chairs. Yeah. yeah. So just because you're not seeing so, it because you're not at these events doesn't mean that these women aren't risking as much as the guys are. I have a challenge for Adam, and I hope he's listening. I know he's a regular listener. Right. Queens of Combat in August. He needs to go. I wish you could buy a ticket to just Queens of Combat. You can't. You have to buy it to the Fan Fest? You have to buy a ticket to Fan Fest. Fuck. Hmm. That's a problem. Maybe wait for the next Queens of Combat after that. Yeah, because I I tweeted at Queens of Combat and was like, hey. I just want to come to y'all. Yeah, and she's like, just buy a ticket to the Fan Fest and you're fine. I was like... I don't want to buy a ticket. To, I don't want to go to Fan Fest. I don't yeah, give a sh- I don't either. I look. I appreciate the golden days or glory days or old days or Jim Cornette days or whatever the fuck you want to call <laughs> territory days of wrestling. I appreciate it. It's not my bag. Yeah, that's not. I'm not. I I might have been interested in Fan Fest if they hadn't been dishonest on their website. Because when I saw the Queens of Combat thing, I went to look. And what they're doing is inducting these people into a Hall of Fame of some sort, right? Yeah, and NWA. Or... what's funny is the pictures are all from when they were, like, big, oh, not from now. We have seen Boogie Woogie Man in person. We have, and he's about as big around as uh, this microphone. Yeah, I could probably break Boogie Woogie Man by accidentally tapping him. Uh, yeah, he's a little point. guy with his Beetlejuice pants. Um not that he was a, a nice guy. He was a great guy. I yeah. appreciate what he did for the business. But don't don't lead people to believe, hey, they still look like this to me. I think that was a little odd. Yeah, like have you seen the thing where uh, uh, WrestleCon says they're going to have Jimmy Snooker next year? Yeah, I saw that. And they got the picture of him in his prime. Also, why the fuck is he not in jail? I, he got declared mentally incompetent. Ex- okay. He's mentally incompetent to stand trial, but he's competent enough to come to WrestleCon. Yeah, and make money off of Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's uh it's kind of horseshit right now. I feel I feel really bad for Tamina cuz I, I like know. her and I will never give Jimmy Snuka a dollar. No, he's not getting he any He is no longer super fly to me. If if anything were to happen between me and Jim, Jimmy Snuka, it would be a reenactment of Piper's Pit. Oh, my. Just mash him in the head with a coconut. Okay. That's, that works. That's the only interest I have in Jimmy Snuka is if he would allow that to happen. But considering he was pretty pissed off at Roddy Piper doing it, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be allowed to do it. Well, he may kill you. Yeah. He might actually murder he me. He may murder you, and that'd be the end of it. Uh, other than that, uh, my week's been pretty chill. I, I only had one delivery day this week, so I've been hanging around. Nice. Uh, looking at wrestling shit on the internet. So... I got bored running errands. I had to be out for something anyway. And I just started checking every store between Greenville and this apartment. Targets, Walmarts, Walgreens. For? For Funkos and wrestling figures. Okay, what'd you come up with? Uh, Nothing major. But, no, and definitely nothing wrestling related. I got one Funko for me and one Funko for Cat. Yeah, because I didn't get any calls about you finding a Becky or a Natty. No, I would have lost my shit if I found a Becky or <laughs> I've Natty. yet to find either of those um, myself. But yeah, I, I came to find, if you were really wanting to, as far as Funkos go, you could stop almost every 
mile. Yes. Because Cole sells them, GameStop sells them, Walgreens sells them, 7-Eleven sells them. Every fucking where sells them now. It's yeah, Walmart ridiculous. sells them. Yeah. You can get Funkos anywhere. Um, and then wrestling figures are more places than you might think. I thought I was about to get a CM Punk for 10 bucks, uh elite CM Punk from 2014. Yeah. But when I went to ring him up, he was 18, and I'm like, nope. It was a good deal at 10. It's not a good deal at 18. So, uh, yeah, probably not. Um, it was cool CM Punk, though. He had all the tattoos were very detailed and whatnot. Okay. So. Well, the elite ones are usually pretty good. Yeah. But, yeah, I discovered um, there's a lot of stores between here and Greenville that sell things I would buy. There are. I've actually got my parents on the lookout for Divas action figures. Mm. They're actually in Bangor, Maine right now. Really? Yeah, they went up to... Uh, my cousin got married in Boston. Uh, okay. Like the 24, oh, is that why you were going to go to Boston this summer? Yeah. Gotcha. Just turned out I didn't have the cash. Gotcha. Um, so they went to Boston, went to the wedding, and decided, hey, we're just going to keep driving north and go to Canada. So Oh, cool. They stopped and got lobster dinner at some roadside shack for two of them for under $20. Apparently, that's the best place to get lobster dinner. Just a because shack on the side of the street. when I was in Connecticut... Um, one of the families on my team was originally from the Northeast yeah. and they had a place in Connecticut and they took me and my mom there. I'm like, this is a fucking shack. Like it was just beat up looking ass, yep, just dilapidated like shit. Have gotten washed away years ago. Best. They swear it's the best lobster they've ever had in their lives. I'm like, okay, I don't eat lobsters. Yeah, so I was I don't about know. to say, I don't think you tried it. No, I might tried like a bite, but it's not my thing. You're, you're not a shellfish guy. No, I don't, I don't see you as being the deep, ocean is your friend. Deep fried fish is about all I can do. And that is the worst way to eat fish. Yeah, it's it's not good that way. I, I realize that, mm-hmm. but that's the only way I can. It tastes like it. deep. It tastes like fried anything else. Yep. It's pretty delicious, though. Well, if you're into fried everything, yeah. I mean, <laughs> fried chicken's good. Fried all fish fried good, everything. But it's not the best way to eat fish. It doesn't. It's not the most flavorful way to eat fish. That's true. There are many other things you can do to a fish besides batter it and put it in oil. Yep. That is accurate. But that makes perfect sense that you don't eat lobster. Yeah. You probably don't eat crab legs either. I tried to in college, and I still don't like them. So You don't because... like anything. You didn't like Jack Link's beef jerky just now. That's true. I didn't. I do like JR's, though. I, that, but that may have been because it was the only food we had in the condo at Mania. Uh, that's possible. <laughs> I don't remember eating in that condo except for a Whataburger. I ate a lot of beer. Yeah, you... You would get home and go in your room and drink beer while we all passed out. I did. You guys were not party animals while we mm. were there. Not even. I wish I could, bit. man. I wish I had that type of like go power for five days, but I just don't. That was about my limit because when yeah. I got sick on the flight back, well, when I felt sick getting up that last morning, and then the flight back gave me a a sinus infection or some sort oh, of gunk. That sucks. Uh, yeah, but I powered through that and kept drinking, so it wasn't a big deal. Excellent work. <laughs> it's how I combat everything. Get sick, start Kill drinking. it with alcohol. My favorite thing to do is when I get a cold, they're like, oh, you need some vitamin C. I'm like, all right, with vodka. So <laughs> vodka and orange juice is my cure for a cold. There you go. Alcohol sterilizes everything. Vitamin C and orange juice, good for you. Boom. I knew guys in college who, if they felt like a tickle in their throat, first thing they would do is a shot of Everclear. Ooh. Because they knew it would kill anything. Ooh. I'm like, yeah, that's not I inaccurate. I don't even do shots of Everclear. Everclear is hard. It literally cooler. says on the bottle, do not drink straight. Yeah. Like that's on the fucking label. Yeah. Mm. Anything that's 190 proof, I don't want to have. Illinois was a hell of a drinking town. I believe it. Oh. Did they have a college problem? 
Yeah. No, we were a drinking town with a football problem because we couldn't win a football game to save our lives. No, no. What what were y'all good at other than that year at basketball? Everything but football. Golf, volleyball, track, tennis. We were good at all and that solid shit. Solid at all that. Yeah, but fucking, we were always like first or second in the Big Ten at everything else. But football and basketball, we had that two or three run, two or three year run in basketball. That's when you had Darren Williams. When we had Darren Williams and D Brown. Yeah. And then D Brown went and played in Turkey after uh college. Is Darren Williams still a net? He is a Maverick. He's a Maverick now? Yep. I had class with him. I don't know if I've ever told that you story. You have told that story. Yeah. I don't know when or where, but I remember it. I don't remember if it was on the show. But you say he slept all the time. He slept in the back, didn't give two fucks because he knew <laughs> he was about to get drafted. Uh, and it was a coaching techniques class, which I thought was hysterical that Darren Williams that he just slept through a coaching He's just techniques like, fuck this. I don't have time for this shit. Oh. Okay, where did I put my phone? Because it has my Ring of Honor notes. Well, if it was up your ass, you probably still wouldn't know where it was. Yeah, it's not up my ass. Sure. How would you know that when I just told you you wouldn't know where it was? Uh, accurate. Hold on. You entertain people. Right? I am by doing this. Call Doug. There it is. Got Never it. mind. He found it. it. Actually, Siri picked up by doing this call. Uh, it didn't actually pick up anything Stepped real. Stepped on the keyboard. Didn't cut anything. Way off. to go, Sam. Excellent work. Nice All job. Right. So our breakdown tonight of wrestling we gotta go over both Ring of Honor shows. Um. And the Twitter poll said spoilers, so spoil the fuck out of it. It did, didn't it? Um, I don't watch Ring of Honor TV, so I don't care. Uh, I don't either. Where are um, my notes? They're in here somewhere. Raw, I don't have any specifics, but... We'll... I did watch it. Yeah, I did too. Uh, NXT, I do have a full breakdown of that. Uh, since I don't have the network, and today would be the day it's up, I didn't watch NXT. There you go. Um, I do know there was a good women's match. Yes, there was. We will get to that. Uh, and then random other headlines from around the wrestling world, indie wrestling, and and just whatnot. the world in general. I've got one random note uh, about our state specifically. Oh, excellent! I'm excited for that. As you should be. I don't know what it is. You will find out. All right. So we want to go chronologically on Ring of Honor. Sure. You had the uh, you had the live show, the best in the world pay per view. Best in the world pay per view. I watched. We actually watched this last year after you moved Cat out of her apartment. Yes. And we watched The Bucks and Dalton Castle and all sorts of shit. Yeah, we watched and Best was, in the World while I drank beer and ate pizza. Yeah, it was pretty solid. My payment for moving Um on. And overall, just before I get into the breakdown, that's what I would call this show, was just solid. It wasn't anything special. It wasn't like, man, I'm glad I got to see that live. But nothing was particularly bad, except for one thing, which I will get into. Um, pre-show, I thought was going to be two matches, but they started late. They opened the doors late and started late at Ring of Honor. Oh, see, the TV tapings were on time. Everything was... Damn. That's nice. Mm -hmm. And they filmed Um, four episodes. Because the pay-per-view was fucking... No one knew where to sit. Uh, Everybody's ticket was like... So you had a letter, but that was just the rows in the section. And then you had a number. But they didn't have the sections labeled. Oh, good job. So one of our PWX friends, James Shaver, was sitting in the wrong place until people came up. And were like, hey, this is He was sitting in our seats... So then he moved back a row, and then more people came up, and he had to move again. Oh, Lord. Um, yeah. Nobody knew where they were sitting. They were, like, just around us, we probably saw 15 people have to get up and move. Damn. Um, now, April and I picked our seats, so we knew exactly where we were supposed to be. But um, yeah, that was yeah. a whole different now on, story. On, uh, on Saturday night, there was way less people than I think they anticipated there. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and the lady that was actually showing people where to sit, she's like, look, if you see an empty seat, just sit there. Excellent. So did y'all get an upgrade or no? Uh, well, we were supposed to be on the little shitty bleachers on the floor. Yeah. Uh, we decided to sit in the stadium seating uh, in the up, up high yeah. instead of on the floor. Because all the short girls we traveled with. Oh, and I forgot to mention Sam and Nikki also met us there. Yes. Shout out to Sam and Nikki. Sam was also at Best in the World the night she before. She took the ticket India was supposed to take. Yes. It was excellent. Um, okay. So we get there. Everything's cool. So I'd never been to a Ring of Honor show. So I was curious how they did uh, like the meet and greets. Because they announced like who was going to be out and who was doing signings and pictures and shit. Yeah. PWX um, has ruined me. PWX has also ruined me. Because I have refused to pay anybody for their shit. Yeah, I I did pay for Jay Lethal, but that's because I believe if Jay Lethal leaves Ring of Honor, he'll he's going to WWE, WWE yeah. and then it's going to cost me $300 to meet him. Whew. So Hey, hopefully he'll show up. Yeah, hopefully he won't have personal problems and not show. But anyway, so the way they run it, just for informational purposes, there's a handler... Like, at the front, you tell him who you want, he gives you a ticket, you give the wrestler that ticket, and then they sign and take a picture. That is not how it works at a TV taping. Really? They have people sitting at the tables, and you just get in line. Okay, and you just pay them directly. Yes. Interesting. Chad and Adam got in line, got to the Young Bucks, gave them a CTMD shirt, and walked away, didn't buy shit. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Chad had actually brought three shirts, because he didn't know what size okay. Matt was. And he gave them both a CTMD shirt. So uh, Matt and Nick Jackson both have the same shirt awesome. I'm wearing right now. That's very and that cool. You own. Um, yeah, you just got in line, walked up, talked to whoever. Okay. Uh, they sadly had uh, Mandy Leon sitting with fucking Kevin Sullivan. Ugh. And nobody was interested yeah. in that table. No, that's a shame. It Nothing a against shame. Mandy Leon, but definitely against Kevin Sullivan. Yeah, fuck that guy. Um. But anyway, so the night I was there, it was Roddy, Lethal, Taylor, Motor City Machine Guns, and Briscoes. Um, Taylor? Taylor Hendricks. Okay. So I had no interest in the tag teams. I had never even seen Motor City Machine Guns before. And then the Briscoes. Anyone you, who listens you weren't to familiar show, with Alex Shelley and Chris Saban? I was kind of familiar with Saban. I had never seen Alex Shelley before. Okay. I don't know how I missed him. I don't know if he was injured or Ring of Honor. Uh, I know he was maybe WWE at one time, if not TNA, because he was TNA because April has the April has the figure. action figure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, so I go up. Really, the only one I wanted to meet that I figure I won't get to see at PWX was Lethal, because Roddy was there and the guy was trying to upsell me because I was wearing my Mount was. Rushmore 2.0. He's like, I bet you want the Roddy shirt. Or Roddy signing. I'm like, actually, I'm here for Lethal. And he was like, okay, but you sure you don't want Roddy? And if Roddy had been going for free last year at PWX at Superkick World. But he wasn't. I would have considered it. I would have said, yeah, sure. But he didn't. No, he didn't. Since he charged at PWX, I will tell you right now. You know who didn't charge at PWX? Who? The Young Bucks. That's true. They you know don't who I like shit. better than, than him? The, the Young, Young Bucks. Bucks. So anyway, um, we get I get to Jay Lethal. He's super nice, really cool dude. Um, signed the pick, signed the eight by ten, which is on the table. I think. Does it say to Doug? It says to Doug. He personalized that awesome. shit. I don't know if he did that, so I don't sell it on eBay or if it's that. I actually told Candace LeRae to personalize the gear that I bought. Absolutely. From her. 
because it sense. wasn't going anywhere. No. Yeah, ab- I I do not intend any of this stuff to go anywhere except do you, one. Do you have any of your eight and a half by elevens hung up anywhere? No, because I was waiting to see what kind of wall space we had here. Oh, okay. And which ones I actually want. Oh. Like, I don't want Scott Steiner. I have a Scott Steiner. I didn't want Scott Steiner. But, like, Ricky Steamboat, Jay Lethal, that shit, I might do something with. You can always do a fucking Twitter giveaway. Or yeah, I'm going to give away Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner. I'm kind of thinking episode 100. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of thinking about giving away my 8.5 by 11 uh, Madison Rain. That didn't show picture. up. Yeah. I didn't meet her because she was on a tour of India with TNA. Yep. So while I'm talking to Lethal, Taylor's at the table with him, and she's you know super nice. Taylor Hendricks is always super nice. Yeah, you knew this from Queens of Combat, but you know I told her, hey, I, you know I hope to see you in, in a couple months at Queens of Combat, and she's like, okay, cool. Like she wasn't mad. I didn't buy a ticket for her or whatever. But what's funny is Lethal calls over like the big bodyguard guy to. Take a picture of me and him. Of course. Taylor photobombs the fuck I out of us. I love that. It's hilarious. I would actually crop lethal out of that to where it just, just have like Taylor me and photobombing Taylor <laughs> in the background. Um, and what's great, during the pay-per-view, she was very covered. Let me tell you, at the table, if you go look at that picture. She was wearing that same black dress that she rocks that split down yeah, the middle. The, the tits yeah. were all over the place. It was, so she does that. It was like, I actually don't feel comfortable putting Jay Lethal picture on my Facebook because her tits are so out. Oh, yeah. I forgot um, you care about your Facebook. Yeah, I have to, unfortunately. Oh, no, I get it. I just but, forget. Yeah. So, anyway, um, Jay Lethal, super nice. Taylor Hendricks, super nice. Don't know about the other guys. Didn't and you know that. how I know Taylor Hendricks is super nice? She lets you take a selfie at the last second on her way out. Yes. Yep. Because I'm, I'm not necessarily an asshole in the way that I do that on purpose. Right. But. You're just like, oh, shit. But no, at that particular show, I wasn't messing with anybody at the gimmick table, and yeah. I wasn't I wasn't fucking with anybody, you know, while they were wrestling or directly after the show. So I was catching people as they were leaving. Yeah, and that's that's truly how you know whether someone is a douche or not is if you catch them out of gear, not looking their best, and they're still willing to take a picture yep. with you. And see, that's kind of like that's the wrestlers I like, the ones who are like, yeah, we're just chill. Like I love my young bucks picture where they're. Just some wife beaters and shorts. Yeah, I don't and need he's a super kicking you wearing flip flops. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, um, but anyway, so I get through that. Also, shout out to Cabarrus Arena. Um, get in there, and the chairs are short as hell. And I was second row, and I'm like, if I sit in this chair, I'm not going to see. It's going to be this raw all over show. again. Yeah, and of course, Cabarrus Arena does not have a jumbotron for me to watch. No, so. I paid eighty dollars. I don't want to not see. You this paid eighty dollars. Yeah, uh, I. Yeah, it was a lot. Okay. Um, that's when we thought there was going to be some Japan people on there who weren't going to be here. You much. thought Shibata and Omega yeah. were going to be there. Yes. Okay. Um. So anyway, point being, uh, the arena people moved a chair out for me. And made the whole row scoot down a little bit so I could fit my wheelchair in there and sit in my own chair. Nice. Which was fantastic, so thank you, uh, Cabarrus Arena. And guys who were sitting in my row, thank you for being willing to do that. Because if yes. somebody had put up a fuss, it may not have happened. Uh, true, but if you put up a fuss over someone disabled trying to see what they Trying to see the show they for, paid for. You're yeah. a dickhead. The other option was they were going to set us up on the corner. And... I mean, we could have gotten a little closer. Yeah. But then we would have had people like jumping all over us and shit. Uh, that and is true. So there I mean, was a lady Saturday night in a, like a jazzy rascal. 
mm. that was riding to every is, corner. Is she with the shorter lady that comes to PWX? The dark. She was. Hair, uh, she has a uh, short kind of salt and pepper hair and wears glasses. Yeah. Yeah. She was. Yeah. She, she was, was at the last PWX. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've seen her there before. Okay. And yeah, she was also at Best in the World. Mm, but she was riding so. around to every corner of the ring, pulling her little jazzy rascal up between the rows. <laughs> um, all right. So pre-show starts finally. After all that, we just said the pre-show started? Yeah, pre-show just started. So, opening match, we mark out, as do the other PWX fans. Scoot, I believe you went to high school with one of these participants. Was Chase Cauliflower Brown there? Chase Cauliflower Brown is the opening match versus Donovan Dijak. Um, Here's what I learned from this match. Donovan Dijak hits really fucking hard. I believe it. I don't know if it's a work or if he works stiff. But holy shit, it looked like he was killing Chase. And then Cauliflower did pretty well. He held his own, had a couple of good spots. Funny thing to me, crowd lost their shit for Cauliflower. Nobody wanted to see Dijak win that. Cauliflower no, was well, you're in Charlotte. Chance. Yeah, it was fantastic. He's a high spots guy. He's um, a PWX guy. He's from the upstate of South Carolina. But, you know, it was a good, it was a smart move on their part to give us someone we like. Well, like and that's not the first time he's like. been on Ring of Honor. He's oh, been really? on Ring of Honor TV before. Yeah. Excellent. So, yeah, they must know him. I wish they would, like, sign him. That would be cool. I agree. But, anyway, uh, also, Dijak's really big. I don't know yes. if Cauliflower is particularly small, uh, but Dijak is huge. No, he's uh, in my size ballpark as far as height. He's between six foot and six four. Yeah. I mean, so. Because we Dijak, hung out with him at Lane Dijak made him look like... Um, just like a small child. It was yes. insane. Yes, big, Dijak big dude. makes lots of people. Dijak d- makes everybody on that roster except for like Moose look small. And I'd never seen his manager, Prince Nana, before. Uh, I give him credit for being an excellent I heel manager. I think he was with Moose when Moose first came in. Okay. Well then. Based on what I saw at the TV tapings. Um, so there's that. Uh, opening match for Best in the World. We are live on pay-per-view and whatnot. Now... Ring of Honor does this whole spiel beforehand. They tell you pictures are okay. Hi, Sammy. This However, was IPPV? Uh, no, I think it was regular pay-per-view, too. Oh, really? I'm not sure, though. I wasn't. I didn't look into it afterwards. Okay, I assumed out. it would just be an, an IPPV thing. But uh, they do this whole spiel. You know, the announcer comes on and tells you all the rules and whatever. Yeah, and then he gives you the 5, 4, 3, 2 countdown yeah. to go in line. Yeah, and he gives you... You know, photos are okay, but please no audio or video. It makes our cameramen jealous. That was in their, like, little spiel. I wouldn't doubt it. Then they also said, no foul language or gestures. Well, this is Ring of Honor, and they have a code of honor. Right, but come on. If you say no foul language to wrestling fans, yeah, you're gonna your first chant is going to be, fuck that guy. Which is about how it went. Really? So, yeah. What guy were they fucking? Um... They were not happy about uh, Kamachi beating up O'Reilly a good bit. Kamachi? I think that's his name. I don't know how to pronounce it. Are you talking about the red-haired guy? Yes, the red-haired guy. Okay. How do you pronounce his name? I'm not 100% sure because okay. in my notes it says Tamagotchi like the old watches. <laughs> okay, it's something along the lines of Kamachi. I think it's Tanahashi. It's not Tanahashi. <laughs> It's not Goto, it's not Makabe, it's not Sakuruba, <laughs> um, it's not any of those motherfuckers. Is it Shinsuke? It's not Shinsuke. Okay, alright. He's in NXT. Know. I don't know then, carry on. Um, O'Reilly was fighting him in the opening match. Kyle O'Reilly is just awesome to watch live. 
It is Kamatachi because I have it correct on these notes over here. Um, So, O'Reilly is one of those guys like Callahan who's deceptively fast. Like you don't Kyle O'Reilly, yes. Yeah. You don't realize how good he is till you see him live, and then you're like, damn, that guy's really good. I am disappointed there was no auto parts chant because that was my favorite thing about Kyle O'Reilly is that at PWG, people chant auto parts. Because of O'Reilly auto parts. Yes. Yes. Um, O'Reilly won, made him tap. I don't remember what the hold was. The the notes are not super detailed. Um, if you're friends with the photographer from PWX, Nikki, she works at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, does she? Mm-hmm. Excellent. Um, next we get Silas Young, the real man. The last. The last real man last versus real man. ACH. Go, go, ACH. Pretty good. Um, Charlotte can't get their chanting together. I don't know what it is. Whenever we go to a show in Charlotte, except for like five people, no one can get a chant going. Uh, yeah, there was not real good chants going uh, on Saturday night. Like, how hard is it to do go-go ACH? It's pretty simple. Yeah. So, anyway, um, it was a good match, though. Surprisingly, Silas Young did a handstand springboard move off the turnbuckle. That's the thing that uh, me and Chad and Adam were talking about. Was what the fuck? Silas Young does flippy shit, and you would expect more... When Fists, did, not flips. From when did Silas Young start doing flippy shit? He never did that last year. He has year. flippy shit in his arsenal. I know, but holy shit, I did not know that. I'd never seen it before. Oh, um, get with it, Doug. ACH is fucking amazing, as usual. Of We've course. Seen him. That's the second time I've seen him live. Super nice guy. Um, I don't even have who won. I, I, I guess it doesn't matter. So, yeah, I said ACH is awesome. Uh, I feel like ACH hit a 450. For the win. But I could be That wrong. sounds believable. Uh, next, we get Roddy Strong versus Mark Briscoe. And I know I've said this before on the show. Mark Briscoe, one half of the IWGP heavyweight tag champs. That's true. Um, I've said this on the show before. I'll say it again. I hate everything the Briscoes stand for. However. But their in-ring work. God damn, they can work. I right? hate That's it That's why WWE so took a look at them. Um, I agree 100%. They're this match both. was ridiculously well done with Roddy and Mark. Um, surprised me, but I guess it shouldn't have because Roddy was on his way out. Mark Briscoe goes over, but at the end, gave his respect to Roddy. Like, they did the break kayfabe hug, and Mark raised his arms and stuff. I don't know if that was on the pay-per-view or not, but I thought it was a good send-off for Roddy. Um, fucking man-up chance. Ugh, it's the worst. Oh, um, did you get the Dalton Castle fan-up chants? Yes, we did. Those are coming. That was the best thing that Charlotte could get together was Mm -hmm. fan-up. So we got, next up, my probably personal personal most invested match of the night. However, probably wouldn't come out as my favorite match of the night. Yeah. Moose and War Machine versus Young Bucks and Adam Cole, baby. So, Bullet Club versus War Machine and Moose. Yes. Okay. Uh, I couldn't see the first half because it was all on the outside. And people were standing and would not sit the fuck down. Well... After I screamed, sit the fuck down several times, they didn't give a shit. So... Uh, they probably didn't even hear you, Doug. Yeah. They, they heard me. Okay, anyway. Well, they didn't give a fuck. I used Have my coach voice. They were douchebags. Um, but it was fucking great. I did not know War Machine had flippy shit in their arsenal. They do. Holy fuck, those are some big dudes to they be doing that stuff. They can move. Uh, moose is typical moose. 
stuff. It was great. Drop kick off the top of the turnbuckle. And of course, Young Rolling Bucks, spear. suck it, suck it, suck it. Adam Cole, baby. My favorite spot of this was probably, I think they were beating up Moose and just like forearming him to death. And Mark would go, or not Mark. Matt. Matt would go, suck it, and then hit him. And then Adam Cole would go, Adam Cole, baby, and hit him. Okay. And then Nick would go, suck it, and hit him. And they did that like three times. And then Moose just wailed on them all and destroyed them all. I've seen the Young Bucks three times. Yes. I've seen a Meltzer driver. Every time. Three times. It's Must fantastic. be your merch purchasing. Well, I did not see any Young Bucks merch I wanted. They did have a Young Bucks in the style of the old KO NXT shirt with yeah. the duct tape. I almost bought it, and then I was like, wait, I already have like three Young Bucks shirts. Chad almost bought it. Yeah. He was trying to decide between that and beer. We went to go get a beer, and they had closed concessions. Oh, damn. So, that was um, that was a good little match. That uh, not anything storyline heavy. No, just, but who won? Just exhibition for exhibition. I'm pretty sure Bullet Club won. You don't write down the winner, do you? Uh, obviously, I did not this night. Okay. Um, I, I think it was moving so fast because there weren't commercial breaks or intermissions. Yeah, or it was a lot of anything. So I was them. like, I was trying to do it during the video promos, but half listened to the video promos too because I don't watch Ring of Honor TV, so I didn't know the feuds. Um. Next up for the tag team titles, we have the Addiction versus Motor City Machine Guns. Chris Saban out, Shelly. Both excellent. Uh, when did Christopher Daniels start coming out dressed like as a Nazi? A military guy yeah, dressed as hell. it's a Nazi. <laughs> it, don't bullshit this. He came out dressed white as gloves, a fucking gray Nazi. jacket, gold rope around the shoulder. Yeah, I don't know. He used to do like steampunk Nazi kind of, but he dropped the steampunk and just went full Nazi. So I'm very confused. However, there's a Stephen Lynch song about that. Yeah, um, there is. It's fantastic. One of my favorites. I agree. However, I am impressed with how hard the addiction will go with how old those motherfuckers are. Yeah, Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian are not spring chickens by any stretch. Because I want to say Kazarian's in his early 40s and Daniels is in his late 40s. Yeah, and they both work. And they just Daniels has been at Ring of Honor for my entire life. They just fucking go like nonstop. They were really good. Um, I'd never seen Shelly and Sabin working together before. They were great. Oh, dude, those guys are so smooth as a team. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was excellent tag work on both sides. Oh yeah. Um, those but, are two. Those are two tag teams that know their partners very well mm-hmm. and know each other very well because they've been around for. And a while. they understand how to run a tag match. Yes. Because ever since listening to Enzo and Cass on Stone Cold, I've been paying more attention to tag matches and like. When they get the hot tag and how the yep. heels build it up and stuff. Yep. Excellent work on both sides. Um, addiction playing heel, obviously, in this one. Of course. Uh, what was weird about this one is this is how Ring of Honor introduced Jay White, who is a young lion from New Japan. Who was in the crowd. Who was in the crowd and jumped over. And it was just, it's a weird way to bring a guy in on a pay per view during I'm your belt sure. match. I'm sure it had more context had you on been the watching the pay-per-view. Yes. Um, but I I just think, like, in your title match, Ring of Honor made its name on not having run-ins. Ring of Honor made its name on having the clean finishes and no weird bullshit. Well, and now they're dabbling in weird bullshit. Now they're dabbling in weird bullshit. You can't hate on them. It um, works elsewhere. No, yeah, that's true. The Addiction comes out on top after the Jay White distractions. Yep. Keeps their belts. All right, so this next match 
is the one I was least excited for on the show. Okay. Yet it ended up being my favorite match of the night. Which surprises me because I'm not usually a deathmatch guy. A deathmatch guy? going to drink Scoot's beer. What did you um, watch? Steve Carino versus BJ Whitmer. Oh, right. I saw Sam and Nikki Snapchat about that one. So I wasn't... I wasn't aware. I knew the storyline was going on last year. Apparently, they've kept this shit going forever. They have. Um, the whole this, deal with Colby and that whole This thing. was supposed to be the payoff. Carino comes out, re-dyed blonde, white gear. Yeah, he looked like a Backstreet Boy. Um, it, it was pretty funny. He was basically in a linen suit. Um, and then the announcer before this said, due to the graphic nature of this, viewer discretion is advised. And I'm like, what? This is... Like, it's pay-per-view. You have to say that? Uh, you do when you're upping your rating. So, yeah, they definitely up their rating. This shit is the craziest thing I've ever seen live. It was... The craziest thing you've ever seen live? We've th- seen some crazy shit. This was... I had never seen a full hardcore deathmatch live. Okay. I have seen a hardcore deathmatch live now. Um, blood everywhere. I thought it was just going to stick to, like, chairs and shit. It did not. Oh, no. Beer bottles got broken over Whitmer's head. He starts bleeding everywhere. He got stabbed like a motherfucker with said beer bottle. And here's the thing. When you see the medic come out to help with the blood, but he looks like Colonel Sanders. <laughs> um, uh, there was a Colonel Sanders chant, um, which I was very proud I was of. I say there better have been. Yeah. Um, you kind of know it's going to build into the story. So eventually, Carino empties out this med bag and gets to the rubbing alcohol after he's just sliced Whitmer all the shit with a beer bottle. Pours it all over the motherfucker, which I've only had rubbing alcohol on a few cuts in my life. God damn, that had to hurt. I go straight rubbing alcohol. Yeah, but still. I don't I don't go peroxide. I go straight rubbing nope. alcohol. Let's yeah, clear I mean, that shit up. I go... Sometimes I go vodka. It's the best way to prevent infection, and honestly, Carino was showing concern for B.J. Whitmer, making sure he didn't get sick. However, holy fuck, it looked like it hurt. I bet it did. Um, This match, like, it wouldn't have been out of place on CZW, which surprised me because I know Carino and Whitmer are on the older side. I was impressed they would still go this hard for Ring of I know where Carino came from, though. Right. However, holy shit. Um... Now, Funny you mentioned the rubbing alcohol. Mm-hmm. On the way home Saturday night, April put on the uh, Colt Cabana episode with Jimmy Havoc. Oh, yeah? And Jimmy Havoc said the most painful thing he'd ever done was he got busted in the back with light tubes. Oh, yeah. That's super painful. Got Get hit in the, the back mixer. with light tubes. Our and, producer is trying to alter our levels. And then the guy he was wrestling took a lemon and squeezed it into his oh, lungs. And he fuck. said that was the most painful thing he'd ever done and said... I'll never do that again. And then he followed that up with, I've done it three or four times now. All right. Fair enough. It probably gives a hell of a spot on the show. I bet it does. Um, I don't know where you get lemons during a hardcore match. But, but so during this match. Going, yes, I do. You get them out from under the ring like you yeah, get everything else. Like everything else. Or you go find somebody with a corona in the crowd and steal their limes. Gross. Um, during this match, the lights go out. And everyone's what? like. Undertaker? (laughs) Was there an Undertaker chant? There was not an Undertaker chant because it was not that long. Or somebody 
a fucking hooded figure. So we're still thinking Undertaker. And then he reveals Kevin fucking Sullivan, the Taskmaster, the destruction of Hulk Hogan, is out there. One question. Yes. Was there a Chris Benoit chant? There was not a Chris Benoit chant. Okay. Uh, Not that I heard. If there was, it was very small. Um, Sullivan. Saturday night? There was a Chris Benoit chant. The section over from us. One lone fat guy with glasses and a baseball cap screaming Chris Benoit at Kevin Sullivan while he's Mm -hmm. in the ring. Excellent. Um, So anyway, Sullivan interferes, and I believe Carino lost. He did. He cost Carino uh, the Because he staked Carino in the eye, which was a bummer. However, I have never said a good thing about B.J. Whitmer before this moment. Me neither, to be honest with you. He has been... uh, X-Pac heat go away kind of thing yeah. for me on Ring of Honor. Dude, credit where credit's due. That match was fucking amazing. I have never been that invested in a hardcore death match. It was fantastic. Props to both those guys. They you said it was doing. fantastic. April said she was uncomfortable. Um, Well, I used to watch in the days of hardcore. One of my like favorite things on the network either. is hardcore matches. I don't, I don't get how that bothers you. Yeah. Well, I could. It was intense, but that's why I liked it. But it's a show. I'm not They're gonna, putting on a show. I'm not going to go to CZW uh, tournament of death because I don't want to see that much. I would go to that. But one match, yes. I it, would. I would go to tournament of death. Hell yes. Fair enough. Um, I mean, you're not going to watch anyone die, and if you do, my God, the next what episode a story. we have is going yeah. to be amazing. Um, so we get through that. So we just have like one of the biggest high spots of the night, and then Ring of Honor decides to kill all that momentum with Why? a all night express converting converting to Donald Trump esque the cabinet promo. Oh, was, did they bring out? Rhett Titus, Kenny King, yeah. and Chris I couldn't Coleman. see, so I don't know exactly what happened. I just heard. Uh, mostly I heard a shut the fuck up and boring chants. Oh, no. Uh, it ran way too long for a promo. No one They should have come out, said what they were doing, and gone the fuck away. Yeah. Um, the cabinet made an appearance Saturday night. Yeah. Nobody knew what was going on. Really? No. Huh. No one was. Uh, so that leads us to our main event. Uh, Jay Lethal. We're already at the main event? Yeah. Shit. Versus Jay Briscoe, right? Right. That's for um, the heavyweight belt. Jay versus Jay. Uh, fucking. Battle of the Jays. God, those guys can go. They can. It it was so smooth and beautiful and holy shit. Uh, I thought it was over when Jay Briscoe hit the lethal injection on, on Jay, Jay lethal. lethal. Yeah. But he knows wrestling. He knows when you hit someone's finisher on them, it never finishes them. No, it's somehow it's like you have a slight immunity. Yeah, I don't know how that works. So he also hit his finisher right after. Still two nine and three quarters cut hair from three. Fuck! It was we lost our shit. Everyone thought it was over. It was not. Yeah, because you hit the lethal injection. Oh my god! Whatever Suffolk County chicken Um, move he does. Yeah. And you figure it's over. I saw a lot of backlash on the internet about this show and that this match should have gone longer. And yes, it could have. But I think sometimes there's something to be said about tell your story and go the fuck home. Well, there are, you're not going to please everybody. 
Right. 100% of the wrestling community is not going to be happy about everything all the time. Well, I think people were pissed because A&X got such a long promo, and then Jay and Briscoe felt rushed. But if that's the story they had, that's the story they had. Yeah. And I thought it was very tight and concise. Um, Overall, this pay-per-view, like I said, I wouldn't say, oh, man, I'm so glad I saw that live. But it was very well-paced. Everything was boom, boom, boom. Okay. I missed a match now that I think about it. I don't know why I didn't have notes about it. I totally forgot to take notes. Doug. Bobby Fish, Dalton Castle. Yes. Um, Dalton Castle did lose. However, the boys were just as entertaining as anything going in the ring. They they always are. Jumping up and down and We even discussed the fan up chant, and you walked right over that match. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I, I, I think I was so excited about Dalton Castle that I forgot to write him down. Ah, yes. And, you know, because Dalton Castle is obviously my favorite thing in Ring of Honor. He is so Um, good, it's not funny. But anyway, so that was a great match, too. Fish and Castle can go. But I felt like this entire thing, no match went too long. No match felt unnecessary. Like, why the fuck was that on the show? Even in the main event, they were setting up Women of Honor shit. I thought it... Other than the weird interference things with Jay White and Kevin Sullivan, this was a very well set up show. Yeah. Um, very, very tight. Ran perfect timing on all the matches. Right when they started getting boring or could get boring, they ended. So, yeah. well, they, Ring of Honor usually knows how to run a best in the world. Yeah, it was, it was a very solid show. Um, enjoyed it immensely. I know I paid a lot, but 80 bucks was worth it. It was a good show. So. All right, TV tapings? I paid $12.50 for my ticket. Hell yes. And I got to see four episodes of Ring of Honor happen in roughly four hours. All right, spoil the fuck. Uh, We are going to. If uh, you want uh, to not be spoiled on Ring of Honor TV for whatever reason. For the next uh, month, I assume. um, Skip ahead like 10, 15 minutes? Yeah, max. Okay. Uh, They start off with a Women of Honor match. Which is the whole reason you were interested. Uh, the whole reason I wanted to go at all. Um, they did not bring out announcers or anything like that for the Women of Honor match. Because they've the got, fuck? what, Kevin Kelly or whatever his name is? Yeah, the voice of Ring of him Honor. And, him and Nigel didn't come out. There was no... Huh. They weren't there. Nigel got one of the biggest pops of the night at oh, Best I'm in the sure. World, by the way. He got a chant uh, for the TV tapings. But it was there Amber Gallows. Okay. Who I'd never seen before versus right. Devin Nicole, who's part of the uh, Pretty Young Carmel's stable in Queen's Combat with Ariel and Okay, uh, I've never Savannah. seen her. Okay. Uh, it, it was a pretty good match. Uh, I was trying to talk Adam into being into it. He wasn't really into it. <laughs> uh, there was some innovative offense, which I'm, I... I'm, again, I'm going to challenge Adam. Come to the Queen's of Combat show, not at FanFest. We'll go with you. And Agreed. see what they can do. But Gallows got the win. Excellent. So at least some Gallows is winning. Yeah. Because uh, Luke is not going mm-hmm. to. Not right now. Uh, then we get into Ring of Honor stuff. We get uh, Donovan Dijak versus Jason Kincaid. Okay. He was on a AML show this weekend? Yeah, in How High is he? Point. He is fantastic. Excellent. He also looks like a small child next to Donovan Dijak. <laughs> uh, and put on an excellent match. Flippy shit, topes, suicide, fucking everything, 
Uh, took a turnbuckle bump from outside the ring. Like, mm. Dijak threw him into the turnbuckle. It was awesome. Goddamn. Uh, Dijak ends up getting the win. I really wanted Kincaid to win. That mm. guy can work. Okay. Uh, we so, moved... uh, Brian, bring Kincaid to PWS. Yeah, he looks like a homeless guy. But, man, he's got moves. He can fucking go. Okay. He can fucking go. Then, uh, the your tag team champions, The Addiction, uh, come out, and they're going to wrestle Silas Young and uh, the Beer Bobbins. City Bruiser. Beer this, City Bruiser. There's this fat guy that comes out with a pony keg over his shoulder. Is he from Asheville? I or? don't know where he was from. Oh. Uh, but... Uh, per usual, the addiction put on a good match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Silas Young, being the veteran, got to stand outside the ring for a lot of this, other than yeah. high spots. And the Beer City Bruiser got the shit kicked out of him, other than when he came in for what was a second hot tag in that match. Mm. Uh, the addiction ended up getting the win. As they should, of as course. champs. You don't drop the belts on Ring of Honor TV, I would think. I wouldn't think so. But, hey, nobody sees it coming. You mm-hmm. might as well do it. Um... Bobby Fish did an episode of Fish Tank, which is his like highlight, highlight reel, reel Ambrose Asylum type deal. <laughs> and I didn't had, know they did that. And had ACH. Oh, you need to look at the video of Dalton Castle and Bobby Fish on the Fish Tank. Okay. There are four boys yes. and their furniture. Dalton Castle gets upset and starts kicking over the furniture, and the boys still are in kayfabe and maintain that they're a flipped-over chair or a flipped-over <laughs> table. It's gore- it's fantastic. You need to... Ring of Honor, if you're not paying the boys as much as the main event guys, you need to. They're Just, worth it. They're worth oh every penny. Oh, my God, every penny. But, yeah, they're all kicking over the furniture, and uh, it's it's great. But fantastic. Um, there was no furniture in this episode of The Fish Tank. Which was ACH and Mark Briscoe, who are having a number one contender for the TV title match. Oh, okay. Because I'm not opposed to Bobby that. Fish holds the TV title. Right, right, right. Uh, they get into it a little bit. Uh, Bobby Fish gets between them, says that they they don't need to fight right at the second because he's wearing his school clothes and can't be, you know, in a tussle. <laughs> uh, Where does Bobby Fish go to school? I don't know. He's wearing a suit. Uh, he's wearing. Does know, he go to slack? I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's a. Catholic school. I'm he not goes sure. to high spots um, when he's in Charlotte. I they, don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe that's <laughs> it. Uh, they decide, uh, or not that they decide, they're going to have the match right now anyway. They just had a little fish tank interlude yeah. there to begin it. Uh, ACH versus Briscoe. It is what you expect. Yeah. Uh, two great workers uh, taking each other, you know, to the limit. And Briscoe got the win. So, yeah. I, I can honestly admit. Ring of Honor, if they got rid of the Briscoes, I'd watch it more. Because I know they deserve the wins. I know they can go, and I know they've been loyal to Ring of Honor. They have. But I just hate them so much. Well, we hate them for other reasons. Yeah, that's true. And if uh, and if they can get jobs and uh, Ring of Honor can overlook that, then, you know, who are we to judge? Yeah, fair enough. Uh, then we get, I put down Tamagotchi, but it is clearly... Uh, Kamatachi, Kamatachi. Or something. Uh, All right. Since Sorry, technical difficulties. Slight technical difficulty with. God I can't damn. believe Audacity had the audacity. Yeah, I know. Fucking recording. Audacity. Ugh. Yeah, I'm the. I'm like the only guy I know who uses the free recorder for his podcast. But fuck it, I'm not going to pay money for something. No, we've only had two else. errors like that. Two yeah. hiccups in 76 episodes. I can't complain. Yeah, we're good. Okay, uh, so, so versus Jay match. White. <laughs> 
Uh, Kamatachi versus Jay White. Uh, they both put on a, a New Japan style match. Very strong style or just slow yeah, burn? and a little slow burn. But okay. it was good. I don't have a problem with the way they wrestle. Yeah. Uh, Jay White gets the win, okay. which I did not expect. Um, well, you got to win your debut. Do you? Uh, if you're if it was a Ring of Honor guy he was up against, no. But because it was a New Japan guy, yes. Okay, I see. I see. Uh, for some reason, Kamatachi had come out with, I believe, Christopher Daniels. Okay. And then the Motor City Machine Guns come out there, and then Frankie Kazarian's there, and we get a six-man tag. Motor City Machine Guns and Jay White versus The Addiction. This is turning into Raw rather quickly. <laughs> it got It, it sounds got like crazy. A uh, lot, lot, lot of high spots in this match. Okay. So uh, wait, they worked Jay and Japanese guy. Two consecutive matches. Back to back. Yeah. Good for them. Holy shit. They did. Uh, Excellent. Motor City Machine Guns with Jay White got the win. So he got two wins in a row. Damn. Go Jay White. Good on him. Uh, and then... There was a, a skinny little tag team versus a big, huge tag team. I didn't hear exactly who either of them was. Um, you didn't know any of them? No. I didn't recognize any of these people. Hmm. Uh, one guy was skinny and had dreadlocks and was tall, looked like Snoop Dogg. The other one was short, looked like it could have been Snoop Dogg's cousin. The other two <laughs> looked like offensive linemen for the Baltimore Ravens. All right. Don't know who they were. Huh. Um, not, not sure at all. I know the big guys won. It was pretty much a squash match. I'm trying to think who it could be. Oh, but. They, these were huge dudes came out in suits. I have not watched Ring of Honor oh, in so I had, long. I had never seen these people, so and I couldn't make their names out. I meant to look it up, but I had other things going on. <laughs> but you got drunk and you forgot. Let's exactly. be honest. Always. So the big guys win. <laughs> okay. Um. Then War Machine comes out. Okay. And, like, attacks the big guys. All right. Give them a new feud. All right. One of the big guys who I think they said together these two dudes weighed 600 and some odd pounds. Goddamn. As a tag team. Those are big fellas. Yeah. And one of them went over the top rope on everybody. War Machine Damn. and his tag team partner. It was insane. Big dude put his ass in the air and it was ridiculous. All right. Uh, no one died. Tope Con, hello. Tope Don, hell no. I wouldn't <laughs> want to be there for that. Fuck that shit. Um, next match we have is Roddy versus Dalton Castle. Okay. How's Solid that? match. Yeah. Clearly. Was this Roddy's last match on night? It was. Shit. It was Roddy's last. They did that in the first show? Ever. Well, I don't, I don't have which episode is which. Okay. Okay. I know we saw four episodes. Okay. Because they counted us down to opening up live three different times. Or four different times, excuse me. That's not supposed to make noise. Um, <laughs> Roddy versus Dalton Castle. Quality match. You yep. get Roderick Strong doing his Roddy shit versus Dalton Castle doing his Dalton Castle stuff. And Which the is, boys running around fanning everybody. Yep. The, they gave uh, two of their fans on the Best in the World pay-per-view to fans and had them fanning Dalton. Oh, my. Outside. No, there, nobody gave away fans in this match. Oh, damn. Uh, Roddy, probably the most honorable thing I think I could say that I've ever seen him do because he screwed the world's cutest tag team out of the yes, PWG he did. titles. And I will hate him forever for that yep. and his shitty little boots. Uh, Dalton Castle got the win. Excellent. So, so Roddy went out on two losses. Putting over, over the people that are still okay. in the company. Uh, I, Roddy is one of those guys who I think comes off as a douchebag because of his character. And he's Mr. ROH. But probably behind the scenes is a really good dude. Yeah, um, I would believe that. 
Like, I, I wonder if Roddy's at the next show and I get in early like I did at War Games. Like, Steve Carino was a heel, but he could not have been a nicer guy when I got in early at War Games. So oh, really? I bet Roddy's that way, too. I would I would lean that direction. Yeah. But, yeah, he put over Dalton Castle. Good for him. Uh, then they had handshake, hug, all that good stuff, kind of breaking kayfabe. Roddy gets a microphone, thanks everybody. Says that, uh, you know, moving on to something different. Um, something different. Yeah. Said. Uh, think he's getting drafted? I think he's going WWE. Uh, you think he's but he filling wanted, in the gaps at NXT he, or going main roster? I'm not sure. I don't have any speculation at this point. It's Roderick Strong. He could go either way. They could Shinsuke him, or they could fucking just drop him. Right yeah, I have no roster. idea why not. He could either go NXT. Shinsuke, or he could go AJ Styles. Yeah, I either mean, way. it really wouldn't surprise me one way or the other. Everybody knows who Roderick Strong is. Yeah, uh, in the Indies or in because I don't consider Ring of Honor and TNA Indies. No, They're televised promotion. Ring of Honor is barely an indie. Like just. Yeah, like to me line. they're not because they're on television. Yeah, fair if enough. If you have a TV deal and I can watch you on weekends or during the week, then I don't consider you an indie promotion. Now, okay. you may be smaller That's than fair. WWE, but I don't I don't look at you as being indie. Okay. And actually, since you can watch Ring of Honor on multiple channels and you have to watch TNA on the fucking Pop TV channel. Guide channel, yeah. I consider them a better program uh, than TNA is. Okay. Uh, so he says his thing, thanks the fans, uh, says that he's, you know, is moving on more or less. Yeah. Uh, and tells us to keep being ring of honor fans and keep this place alive. So he has somewhere to come back to when it's all said and done. So I think whenever his run at WWE is over, he really wants to come back and finish his career at ring of honor. That's interesting. That's like a NFL player who goes, goes away to win a super bowl, but then they sign a one day contract to retire, but he wants to come back and wrestle. I guess when he's old and broken, he still wants to be Mr. ROH. Okay. Which I can't hate on. So see there, you see loyalty, you see, or you come back and be Nigel part two. Yeah, that works. Whatever. I don't know. I want Roddy on commentary. Uh, He might be good at it. If he tried, who knows? He's good at being a dickhead. So, yeah. All right, what's next? Next, O'Reilly comes out and cuts promo about how he's getting a match against Lethal for the title. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, there's a run-in. Uh-oh. The Bucks and Cole show up and beat the shit out of Kyle O'Reilly. Put his arm in a chair, jump up and down on it, fuck his arm all up. Uh, for some reason, I guess Bobby Fish was still changing out of his school clothes. His buddy don't come help. Finally gets there and saves him, but after his arm is is fucked. Okay, but that's still it. three on two. Who's well, he came out with a chair and ran him off. Yeah, but that's still. They, the, but the Bucks are the, the the Bullet Club has appeared. They're they ganged up on Kyle Riley. Right. When Kyle Riley's help show up, they scattered off like roaches when kept right. the light on. Because that's what Bullet Because that's does. what they do. Yeah. Um. So then they're like, "Oh no, Kyle Riley's hurt. Will he be able to?" Go do anything, yeah. blah blah blah, and then fish saves him. You know, gets him out of the ring, helps his little buddy, and they they go off to the back. Okay. Uh, then we got Bob Evans and somebody versus War Machine. Um, huh? It was this like newly formed tag team. They're like the tough guys or some shit. It's okay. It's Brutal Bob and some guy who looks like a small Brutal Bob. Okay. It's not as fat. Okay. Uh, and War Machine basically beat the dog shit out of them. <laughs> they needed a win after they jobbed to Bullet Club. It was pretty squashy. Yeah. Match ends. 
those two big black guys show back up and run in on War Machine, but War Machine was ready for them. And one of War Machine's guys, I don't remember if it was Hanson or Rowe, fucking topade on everybody. So God. big guys are flying everywhere fucking, at Ring of Honor. Those TV are some tapings. huge motherfuckers. Enormous. Yeah, so I, I, I think he did a tope during the Moose match, and mm-hmm. I was just like, the fuck? Like, yeah, yeah like that is a big fuck. Guys like, this is this like, if you guys don't watch Ring of Honor, this is like Rikishi doing a tope over the top rope. Like, pulling a Sami Zayn size yeah. Rikishi. Yes, oh, pretty God. much. It's ridiculous. Uh, that was pretty crazy. War Machine ended up top. So I'm sure there's a storyline they're telling there between these two big dudes that I don't know. And I'm yeah. sorry for not knowing you, but I didn't recognize you. I couldn't tell what the announcer said your name was. And I yeah, the sound was not up. great at Cabarrus. I could make out the people that I knew what I was listening for. Like right. I knew they were going to say Roderick Strong. I knew they were going to mention Dawson Castle. Right. I knew what they were going to say. I caught about, about every third word in the promos. Um, I will say the one problem I have with going to a TV taping. Yeah. Is every time Bobby Fish came out, you heard Red Dragon's music. Every oh, time God. Kyle O'Reilly came out, you heard, Kyle you heard Red, Dragon's, Red Dragon's music. music. Every time Red Dragon came out, you, you heard, heard Red, Red Dragon's, Dragon's music. music. And if I hear that song another time before the end of the fucking month, I may lose my shit. Because <laughs> well, I've had enough. Luckily, the end of the month is tomorrow. Oh, thank God. So you'll be fine. Because <laughs> I'm not going to make that the song of the week. Oh, good. <laughs> now, I know that I watched. The uh, Red Dragon wrestle together. I think maybe I maybe didn't. not because Fish I just has heard the their TV music though. over and over and over again. I don't yeah. know. I thought I would have seen them. Maybe I didn't. Next match after War Machine, it impresses everyone with diving into the fucking crowd. Um, cheeseburger uh, versus. I'm sad I didn't get to see Cheeseburger. Did yeah, he was... eat a cheeseburger while he's wrestling. No, yes. he did not. Oh damn! But it was Cheeseburger versus Will Ferrara. Oh. Um, it ended up in no contest. Really? Because it was interrupted by the cabinet. Oh, Red Titus, Caprice Coleman, and Kenny King come out and tell Cheeseburger and Will Ferrara that they're too fucking small and don't deserve to be in a wrestling ring because they're not real wrestlers because they don't look like the cabinet looks. Well, damn. Are, yeah. So we're just going full Donald Trump satire. Here. Oh, totally. So okay. the cabinet calls them out, tells them to get the fuck out of the ring. Will Ferrara takes the mic. From uh, Caprice Coleman, and says, "Oh, what? Did, oh, they told him that they needed an elephant if they were going to challenge them." And Will Ferrara goes, "We don't have an elephant, but we got a moose." Yeah. <laughs> so Moose comes out, and Cheeseburger and Ferrara and Moose uh, take on the Cabinet. Okay. Well, fuck the Cabinet wins. Yeah. New name, new gimmick. Yeah, the Cabinet dumb, wins. but even I though get they bring it. out Moose, and you think, "Ooh, yeah. they got Moose." Well, Moose gets in his spots, but you know I yeah. don't think he took the pinfall. But yeah, the cabinet ends up winning. Moose is protected, but he doesn't win a lot, in my experience. Uh, a little bit. He wins at PWX, but not at other things. Yeah. Uh, so then we get Lethal and O'Reilly for this championship match, right? And O'Reilly comes out with all that fucking Ginzu tape all over his fucking shoulder, and Lethal's like, "Look, Kyle, we don't have to do this." I know I saw what happened earlier. This isn't right. You know, you're not at 100%. And Kyle O'Reilly goes, basically, fuck you, Jay Lethal. If I can walk, I can fight. And I'm going to fight until my last breath to kick your ass. Goddamn. And Lethal's like, okay. I warned you. (laughs) Yep. So the match goes on. 
really good match. O'Reilly continues to sell that arm being fucked. Yeah, good for him. Which I was impressed with. There were a couple times like when he's kicking. Like I understand if you do jujitsu or you do karate of any kind or any yeah. martial arts whatsoever that you have a repetitive motion of how you do a move. You you know even though you're not using this arm when you're kicking or punching, it's naturally doing something else. Yeah. So I don't hold that against him. Right. As as far as his selling, when he was kicking the shit out of Jay Lethal and his left arm was flailing about, because I get it, yeah. I get that that's the natural motion of your yeah, move it's muscle while, memory. Yeah, you while you're do doing it. it. So you know where you put your hand you're not using is irrelevant. Uh, but he did do a lot of that. Like you could, you're <laughs> like, enough. okay, he's selling it while it's down by his waist, but when he's kicking, he's doing his normal how I would kick, kick move, and move yeah. my arms motion. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jay Lethal gets the win. Uh, there were sense. a couple points in this match where O'Reilly's down and like writhing in pain, and Lethal's on top of the turnbuckle, standing on top rope, and he's like, "I really don't want to jump on top of you because I mean this is not fair." What happened to Truth Martini? He just wasn't there. Yeah, he wasn't on the pay per view either. No, they kept it out. You know, they did the regular music with you know House was, of Truth. And was all Taylor that. with Jay? No, on? no, huh? wonder why she was with him on the pay-per-view then. I do not know. But hmm. there was no Truth Martini and no... Uh, okay, well, good on Jay for doing a clean match. Yeah, Lethal gets the win. Um, okay, what's next? Let's see here. I don't think anything funky happened after that. Then we get a uh, another Women of Honor match. I got a second one. Yeah, Taylor Hendricks versus Mandy so you basically Leon. paid six twenty five per women's of, women per of women honor of honor match. match. You know what's fucked up is today I saw on Instagram or maybe it was yesterday. Uh, women of Honor have shirts now, really like the Ring of Honor shirts. They've yeah. got Women of Honor shirts. Sweet. If I had thought that they had that at the merch booth when I was there, you would have bought it. I would have went and bought one. Fair enough. But I did not think they had Women of Honor shirts, but they've got them now for sale on ringofhonor.com. dot com. I've almost a couple times bought the Ring of Honor coloring book. Just you have a Deadpool coloring book. What do you? Yeah, doing? I do. It's right there. I colored during Raw the other day. Did you? Yeah, I'm proud. <laughs> uh, Hendricks and uh, Mandy put on a pretty good match. Pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see the the cartwheel into the whatever the fuck you call that kick where she dips her head and kicks you with her heel from facing you. Okay. I don't, I don't know what she does, but here's, it's like a Mortal head, Kombat move. Foot and she kicks you in the head. Yeah, Doesn't Sonya do that very, in Mortal Kombat? Yeah, it's very yeah. Mortal Kombat. Uh, she did do the cartwheel into the palm strike Okay, that she likes. Someone's been playing a lot of Mortal Kombat. Well, that's possible. Yeah. She's more bay than I thought if she's into video games. There you go. Right. <laughs> um, I put down winner and nothing beside it. I'm pretty sure <laughs> Taylor Hendricks got the win. Sound, if we're, no. Sounds like no wait. No, Mandy got it? I think there was a roll up. I think that's oh. how it happened. I think Mandy got the roll up and Taylor was not happy. Okay, so you got Crazy Taylor. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so that means she Taylor. lost. Yes. Oh yeah. You don't get Crazy Taylor. No, not wins. if she wins. I'm pretty sure yeah. Mandy got the roll up. And that's okay. how that match went down. Uh then the next match we get uh is Donovan Dijak versus Moose. All right. The two tallest Big fuckers in the company going at it. Moose loses. What the fuck? Moose hit his spear. Moose Are they mad that he's considering kick? leaving? I don't know what the deal is. 
Do we want to drop the Moose news while we're talking about Moose on Ring of Honor? Go ahead. Okay, so I saw word on the internet. He was going to be in the September NXT class with Tommy End, but they've kind of backed off due to a domestic dispute he used to have. Obviously not a pattern. I don't know if he, I don't think he was convicted. I think NFL policy is just if you get accused, you lose a game. Yeah. Um, if so, there's anything, yeah, they sit yeah. your game just to make sure. So I, I don't think he, you know, did anything. Because he seems like a really good dude in my experience. But we all know shit can get out of hand or whatever. I agree. You make a bad decision. Uh, but yep. um, place, wrong time. anyway, so apparently Moose could end up back in ROH. Could end up in TNA. Could end up in WWE. Nobody really knows where he's going right now. Nope. TNA is offering him six figures. And if TNA offered, I don't think he's hard up for money, though. If TNA was offering me six figures, I would go today. I'd be like, yeah, but peace we out. didn't play in the NFL. We don't true. have NFL money. Yeah, that's true. If he was smart with his money. I don't think he was stupid with it. That's true. If he's able to train and travel like he does. Yeah, I don't think he was yeah. dumb with his I mean, hey, he may have a gambling problem. I don't fucking... He could be Pete Rose for all I know. <laughs> Michael Jordan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, who really knows about that? I hope the best for him because... Yeah, wherever he goes... I've had with him, really nice guy. Wherever he goes, he's going to help. So... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he'll definitely draw for whoever he's yeah. working for. Um, then we have the, I think, after that O'Reilly Lethal match, the Bullet Club attacked O'Reilly again. Goddamn. And Did Bobby Fish had to come save him again. Was Lethal gone already? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was gone already. I'm pretty sure there was an attack there again. Uh, Nigel got in the ring and said, this is enough. As long as I'm working for this company, Adam Cole will never get a heavyweight title shot. God damn. Because that was his whole beef was he didn't think O'Reilly deserved it. He did. So they kept okay. fucking up O'Reilly. Well, Nigel said, you'll never get a title shot. Not as long as I'm working here. You just fucking forget it. Not going to happen. Eat shit and die. You'll never be world heavyweight champion of this company because you won't, you won't even get a match. You won't sniff the ring while the belt's on the line. Damn. So, then we're supposed to have a Bullet Cub versus the Briscoes in a tag team match. Yeah. Uh, and somehow Lethal gets involved and makes it a six-man because Adam Cole's involved. It was Young Bucks. It was just Young Bucks versus Briscoes. Right. And then he's like, well, why don't we just have a six-man and I'll beat Adam Cole's ass in a tag match. Okay. So, that match goes on and it's high spots for days. Yeah. It's the Briscoes and Lethal. Yeah. Versus the motherfucking Bullet Club. So everybody's skilled at everything they do. It was a spot test. They end up getting the, uh, I guess the timekeeper and the ring bell girl. Yeah. And fucking moving them off their table and set their table up. And then nobody ends up going through it really. And then Mark Briscoe ends up on the turnbuckle and one of the young bucks throws him through the table. And then a whole bunch of medical staff shows up like he's hurt. And then he's writhing in pain and all this. And they actually take him to the back. And Nigel goes with them. And at Mm. first I didn't think anything about it. I'm like, oh shit, Mark Briscoe may actually be hurt. Yeah. Well, match goes on, but now it's three on two. No Mark Briscoe. You've got Jay and Jay versus the Bullet Club. Well, uh, Lethal and Jay Briscoe get the win. However... Mm. 
Bullet Club at that point beats the crap out of Jay Briscoe, throws him out of the ring, and starts beating the dog shit out of Jay Lethal. Interesting. Beats him and beats him and beats him, and then puts him on, kind of hanging over the ropes outside the ring, kind of Jesus on the cross looking... You know, he's just mm. kind of hanging there, had the shit. Sacrificial Jay Lethal. Oh, uh, yeah. And they actually super kicked him three at once. My computer is uh, being a little bitch tonight. Third technical difficulty of 76 episodes. What brand of computer do you even own? Uh, Lenovo. It did really well until tonight. Until today. Uh, you know, it only know takes one day to fuck you over. It's true. It's damn true. Your computer must be a woman. <laughs> Well, then it would fuck me over for five days. Right? Oh, at least <laughs> at least a week a month, right? Yeah. Anyway, unless you have the right type of uh, birth control, then yours only comes around once in a while, and it's fantastic. Uh, However, uh, so Jay Lethal was being sacrificial. Yeah, and he got the shit kicked out of him. He's basically done for. He's out of it. And okay. since Lethal doesn't have Martini or Hendrix, uh, nobody's coming to save him. Well, damn. So... Um, Cole has one of the Young Bucks go get a bag from yes, like, yes, under yes. a chair in the corner of the ring. Comes back with it. And you think, what is this? It looks like, you know, a black bag that Tax would be in. Well, it's not. It is a pair of scissors and... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw this online. It is a pair of scissors and uh, what's basically a beard and mustache trimmer. So did they shave Jay Lethal? They cut all of his uh, braids off the back of his head Ooh. and then shaved his head with the trimmers. Well, damn. And not even completely, just mostly. So I assume Jay Briscoe is going to be bald, or excuse me, Jay Lethal is going to be bald like Jay Briscoe. Yeah, uh, for when, a little while. When uh, well, and I think it was a good idea because in looking at him, like you could see where his hair is braided. Yeah. But on top, you could see between the braids where he may actually be going bald. Yeah. Uh, nothing that's his fault. However, it is what is happening genetically. So, working so in I the story. I think this working in the storyline is a really good idea. Sounds good to me. But that is the big spoiler is that they shaved Jay Lethal's head. All right. So, how many like how many hours in are we? Or is that the end? That's the end. That was four hours. That was four hours of Ring of Honor. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, then. It was a solid so, uh, four hours. your thoughts on TV, ROH TV, obviously worth the money. You oh, totally. With four that, hours of wrestling for $12. Cents? Yeah. Um, I was told I could have gone for free, but I had other shit to do that day. I paid like $3 an hour to go to that. Yeah, that's fantastic. It is fantastic. Um, I got, like you said, I paid $6 a piece for two Women of Honor matches. I would have paid just that. Yeah. Yeah, Fair I would enough. have made the six twenty five at the door for each match and just seen the Women of Honor <laughs> matches would have been fine with me. Um, but yeah, it was a. I I feel like Ring of Honor. I know a lot of people are bitching right now about it's not what Ring of Honor used to be, but everybody has to evolve. Sometimes everything changes. And Everyone changes. If you're a long time Ring of Honor fan, I can see why you're pissed off. Well, but just think about us, Doug. We're not the same show we were on episode one. That's true. So I can I understand. But let the new things happen. Let new talent come in. Let them build up. Tell you a story. Yeah. Because that's what this and is about. They're still keeping with the code of honor. Yeah, they're still shaking hands and I mean, shit. That's their whole deal. That's um, what set them apart. They had a whole code of ethics that they went by that was different from they, anywhere else. Yeah. Even though your faces and heels and people are asshole, there's a code of honor. You know, amongst you know sportsmanship. Yeah, really. Yeah. That's the whole ACA um, side to this. But it was, you know, I was very happy with my purchase. 
see a live Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Next time, I probably wouldn't pay what I paid. Um, yeah. Unless I could get front row, because front row is a whole different ball game. Oh, of course, always. Um, if I could bang on one of those Ring of Honor things, I would pay $80 for that. On um, one of those Ring of Honor things, the ladies? No, the barricades. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I got confused. Um, I'd have to find one that would be acceptable in the threesome list. For well, Cat wasn't Kat. in here, so you can say whatever you want. Yeah, fair enough. However, um, I was happy with my purchase. You were ha- happy with your purchase? Oh, yeah. 100%. Guys, s- support wrestling in general. I don't care if it's WWE. I don't care if it's PWX. I don't care if it's Ring of Honor. I would if, prefer personally that you support indie wrestling. Right, because they without need indie wrestling, a more. we end up with the cookie-cutter wrestlers that... We end up with Randy Orton versus Sheamus for... 500 matches. Yeah, yeah, we end up with, uh, oh. what's his name, Tito Samarine, or whoever the fucking guy is that was a former football player that's only worked for WWE ever. That's Tino Sabatelli. Sabatini, Sabatelli, whatever the fuck his name yeah. is. Yeah, we end up with guys like that, that you have yeah. really no vested interest in, and they have no wrestling background whatsoever. Right. They just played another sport, WWE liked their look, and they brought them in. So we get yeah. these clones... Yep. And we don't get actual guys who have actual skill and showed up with a character before they got Which to the door. Which really leads us to Raw. Does it? Um, because thinking about Raw this week, every great spot, other than John Cena, who has worked his ass off to get to where he is. Also, I think it was his 14-year anniversary. This it was week. his 14-year anniversary. Um, everyone involved in something important at some point was called an indie spot monkey. Yes. Because Sammy and Kevin fucking killed it. That was the best highlight reel of all time. Yes. Um, And I may be saying that because I personally love both of them. I love that they both kicked Jericho in the face. But they both kicked Jericho in the face. Um, I do kind of love the gift to Jericho, drink it in, heal thing. Yeah. Because I already hate Jericho. And that makes me hate him so much more. I don't know what his aversion to t-shirts are. I don't know. But he loves scarves, hates Um, shirts, and I don't understand it. But my, yeah, so I'm thinking about that segment. And then the opening segment where you had Seth and Dean and AJ and Cena. Yeah. That was a really good segment. Uh, I came in on the tail end of that, but I did get it. Those two segments, that's what all of Raw should be. If you gave me three hours of that a night. I would not start doing other shit. Like, this week, I started coloring in my Deadpool coloring book towards the end of the show, because I was like, okay, well, which match was first? Cena and AJ? AJ. Yeah. So And the club screwed Cena over. And the club screwed Cena. So I knew damn well... That something was going to happen. That something was, was going to happen later. It was over. Cena and Rollins, not Cena yeah, and Yeah, Cena AJ. and Rollins and AJ So I knew up. damn well AJ was not going to beat Dean... So by the main event, I didn't give a fuck, which was poor planning on their part. You didn't give a fuck to the point to where you didn't even see the tweet where I was going off Twitter and offered it to you to continue the rest right. of the show. So, and not that I, you know, I didn't think it was a bad Raw. It wasn't a bad Raw. It no, wasn't I a liked good it. Raw. It was the Raw. It was the Raw. I, I had to go there. You went there. But, um, you fucking went there. Roman apparently had to apologize to the locker room, by the way. For what? For breaking substance abuse policy or whatever. Why do we not know what it was for? I don't know. They should announce that every time. Be like, Cause if it was, was weed, I'd be like, all be right, like, whatever. He smoked a joint. He was in Vegas. It was money in the bank. Yeah. Boo. He snorted he coke off a hooker. Hooker's ass. Honestly, yeah. if they told me what he did, I would like him more. 
Probably. I'd be like, all right, cool, man. There are a lot of people that are talking about, do you believe that the suspension is part of his heel turn? Uh, I don't think so, because he apologized. I don't think they would have gone that kayfabe on it. Okay. Um, I'll accept but, that. But, yeah. What the hell? Computer, please don't freeze. Thank you. Um, Your computer is failing. I know. I, don't, I got everything closed. I don't know what the hell's going on. Is it working its way through college? Is that what it's doing? Uh, no, because then it like would be stripper? on a... Then it would be on a pole, and it's not. No, it's, it's on, on the floor. floor. So it's working its way through uh, college skeet. a different um, way. So anyway, uh, highlights from Raw for you, because th- those are my big two. Uh, I enjoyed the tag match. Which tag match? The women's tag okay, match. Okay, of course. Uh, and I was a little uh, disappointed that I got shitted on a second women's match, which was should have been Becky Lynch and Summer Rae with oh, yeah, yeah. commentary. And Becky just came out and attacked Natty, and they didn't even have the match. Right, right, right. Um, I really, who I really felt bad for was Summer Rae, because they drag her out here. She was already in ring when it came back from commercial. She was in ring gear. Yeah, so she didn't yeah. really get an entrance. Becky, her like her music was playing, and she's in ring when they come back from commercial. Right. Okay. So the live audience Caught the saw tail it. end you of You didn't entrance. show it to me. Yeah, yeah. I didn't so hear then, call to me, call to. No, me. and I wanted to hear that. Yeah. Uh, so you get Becky Lynch coming down the ramp, and she's coming down the ramp doing her thing, and it was like she all of a sudden realized that bitch Natty's on commentary, right? And just makes a beeline right over there, like mounts her, knocks the chair down. Fucking Lillian Garcia's jumping. I would pay to see Becky mount Natty in another way, but anyway. uh, yeah, all right. I'm not gonna <laughs> disagree with that. Uh, so those two beat the shit out of each other for a while, while uh, Summer Rae Summer Rae is just kind of leaned up against the turnbuckle. And then it goes commercial. Like, no it. explanation. Yeah. No. No, we got no yeah. match. Nothing. And I give Summer a chance. Give Summer. She can actually go pretty well. Yes. I'm really surprised with how well everyone they have on the main roster women right now, except Dana Brooke, can really, really go. And Dana's not bad. She's just not quite the level of the no, other people. No, and she wasn't an indie wrestler either. She right. was brought in as a fitness model. But everyone they use can go. And I like the capacity they're using her in. Let them go. Let them do what they do. I don't understand. I don't I don't get it either. Uh, um, I don't get it either. But the highlight, clearly, Charlotte and Becky, or excuse me, Charlotte and Dana yeah. versus Sasha and Paige quality match yeah all the way around it it was definitely well done i remember watching that part oh so. yeah and uh dana deciding that it was a good idea to pat the boss on the head oh god was a poor decision yeah no don't pat Sasha do Banks not on the do head. that that Ever. was uh, yeah dear dana stop um yeah so nxt because i mean we, it's not like we have pay-per-view to pick for or no, anything you can... i figured that was everything we covered on raw uh, pretty much. That's um, all I cared about on Raw. Yeah, I don't remember anything else really standing out. Uh, was, than, didn't they do fucking Titus and Rusev again? Yeah, but they're bailing on that because there's a number one contender match for the U.S. title on SmackDown tonight. Oh, and then they did the which make, is they had a Make Darren Young Great Again segment. Yeah, see, uh, unless they're gonna make him come back and win a belt, what I do love about that. Is they're more or less using Donald Trump's slogan for his presidential yeah. campaign? Yeah, and they're using a minority who is also a member of the LGBT community. That's true. Have you did you see um, somebody ask Donald Trump about the England thing? The 
the Brexit. Them leaving the EU, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. He, he just bullshit his way out of it. Did he for, now? Yeah, he said beautiful three times in, like, two minutes. He just. I, I guess he didn't have a lot of money in the stock market then, huh? Yeah, yeah. Because I know a lot of people are upset because the Dow's down, like, Cause everything's 50 fucked. points in the last three um, days. So, anyway, NXT... Get back off politics. Fuck Donald Trump. That's gonna be a running, That's pretty much it. That a running thing. And even if he wins the election, every week Trump. on this show, I'm still gonna say fuck Donald Trump until he comes here and makes me stop. Yeah, which he won't because he's a bitch. Anyway, well, he's huge. He can't come over here. <laughs> um, opening match: Carmella versus Alexa Bliss. I heard this was a quality match. Quality match, long, like really? longer than I expected. Two segments. Of okay, NXT. so we got a good 10 a to... Good 10 to 15. Okay, all right. Um, closer to 15. What I love about these two is the pure hatred between them. Yeah. Feels real. It does. And Alexa I know it's... always pro- blissed off. I know it's probably not, but it's great they can sell it in the ring. Uh, Bliss comes out on top. So she... Well, it, out of those two, no offense to Carmella, love yeah. her death, but Alexa Bliss is my favorite of those two. Well, and Alexa's paid her dues. She's been there forever. I agree. She's done. She had to deal with she's done everything they've Murphy. asked her to do. Um, she's been faced. Now she's she, healed. She argues with Bailey that she has a better shot later. That she has better claim to be number one contender than Bailey does. Bailey has a championship, re- a champions rematch. Like it's well, contractual. yeah, but. I, I'm guessing we're setting up Alexa Bailey and Bailey will beat her and then we go don't after Asuka. But who knows? Um, we may never see Bailey and Asuka again. They and I like, don't know. Fuck this, shit. We can't do that again. What? That was so beautiful. There's Bailey no, and Asuka? Either. Yeah. That story should just end. Let's take Bailey to main roster and not worry about it. Yeah, Bailey should be drafted in three weeks anyway. Um, I don't understand why she's not up there. Bailey already. should be drafted in three weeks. Uh,. I threw this in here because NXT. Billy Kay was on SmackDown, debuted this week. Yes, she did. That was on um, my news. As so well. she uh, squashed to Dana Brooke. Um, yep. But Which squash match for her. or not, you made your main roster debut. Yeah. So good. hopefully she gets drafted to one of the shows. One of the three Australian women in WWE Emma, her, and Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce. Okay. Uh, her and Peyton Royce actually signed and came over together. That's right. And they're both Lance Storm, right? Yeah. Okay, Lance knows what he's doing. So as far as training, he needs yeah. to stay the fuck off Twitter because he's an idiot. But well, yeah, but I don't follow him, so that works. Um, then we get a recap of Finn and Shinsuke. Uh, they do a long, longest interview they've done with Shinsuke, and he talks about how Finn's a friend and how they traveled together in Japan and I'm sure. how they, um, you know, he's the icon and that's what he wanted to go after. Well, Shinsuke's be English better than they've sold it so far. I'm sure he actually. He's not as Japanese the, dumb as they want you to. think. There was a couple of times they had him like searching for words, but it didn't feel forced. Forced. Yeah. It was like I'm honestly having this conversation. It was really well done. I feel like, like I'm looking for the word to describe. For, you. Uh, it was one of those like we're gonna exclusively interview to yeah. talk about this match or whatever. Hey, hey uh, he's bilingual. He's smarter than me. Next we get. Uh, Andrade versus Noah Pothase. Potjust. They said he debuted a month ago. I didn't remember him. I, I mean, I've not missed an episode of NXT. I haven't either. I don't know. But, where um, I'm not familiar with that name. Fucking Full Sail. 
hates that rest spot that almost does in the ropes yeah oh uh, yeah um still i still don't know enough about him to know if i like him or not look up lasomber matches on youtube when you get um, a chance next we get and oh, obviously he went over sammy get off the damn counter he's just gonna sit there okay well, as long as he's not eating shit we're no good. just sitting there um well, next to a pop figure which is everywhere in this home yeah well most of them are in boxes right now uh austin aries cuts a heel promo backstage okay um Starting to like his heel work. He's not that in-between bullshit right now. Like, when he came in, they were like, debut, make him likable, and whatever. But and they're like, nah, fuck it, he's Austin Aries, make yeah. him heel. Full heel, fantastic, love it, doing well. Um, then they cut to Finn talking about Shinsuke and same kind of shit. And he says, you know, we're not just wrestling buddies. Like, you know, you go to work and you have the people you'll talk to at work, but you don't want to hang with that. Yep. Them outside of work. And then you have your friend friends. Yep. Um, he said, you know, Shinsuke is a friend. Like a real friend. So, Friends. fucking, you know, good good baby face interview work here. Okay. Um, really surprised because I expected to tune out both of those segments. Yeah. <laughs> and then they were both pretty good. Uh, then we get Chompon Gargano versus the Hype Bros. Uh, longer than I expected, kind of ended up being the main event. Really? And basically, Chomp and Gargano like, look, we have enough wins. We should get a shot at the revival. Yes. Um, American Alpha comes out and is like, hey, we still got a rematch. Let us get that first and then do whatever the fuck you do. Well, then the authors of Pain come out and beat the everlasting fuck out of Alpha. Okay, at least they didn't beat up Chomp and Gargano. Um, while they threw Chomp and Gargano out of the ring. Okay. Alpha got a couple spots in, but, but Authors of Pain come out on top, and Ellering just kind of signals from the ramp. And, <laughs> uh, they walk Very off, menacing. and that was the end of NXT. Holy shit. Um, so maybe these Authors of Pain guys are going to be really good. I don't I know. I like the way they're building it. Like, yeah, they're telling the story well. I'm, I'm impressed with that. Um, and then Ellering backstage with. Uh, yeah, it, if you're going to have two guys who are f- fresh and green to promos, because obviously they're not green to athletics because they're fit. No, and, well, and one go. of them is a former MMA guy. Okay, see, so that's fine. Yeah. But if you know they can't cut promos, putting them with a heel Hall of Famer is perfect. Oh, yeah. Um, Give them a mouthpiece. Um, yeah. So, and not he's not even having to talk. He's just standing there looking menacing. No, when he did he did one interview backstage after last week's and said three squash, words. And he said in due time. Yep. That was it. That's yep. all he said was in due time. Why is NXT so well written? Uh because Triple H is in charge. Fair and regardless enough. of what you think about that guy's in ring work or him marrying fucking a McMahon or yeah. any, the dude can run a company. And, and I can't wait for Vince to die. WWE is gonna have a second like I'm not going to call it an attitude era, but a second like everybody is watching this shit. Oh, it's it's going to it's going to change drastically. It is, not, it is so close. Not that not that shit will actually change, but the writing will be so much better and the talent they're bringing in will be at such a quality cuz it's going to it's going to Cena's it's going to turn heads. This no offense to Cena, but I'm putting him in this group. The Cena, Orton, Sheamus is... Well, that's just because they're the old are, guard. Yeah, are going to be gone soon. Nothing against them, but Cena's been and there then for 14 years. you got Owens, Cesaro, Zayn types being who's left. 
I yep. cannot fucking wait. Yeah. Because and then your other shit faces like Jericho will be out of there. Because they are watching the indies closely, and it's yeah. becoming obvious. Very. And I cannot wait. It's going to be great. Um, okay. So next we got random headlines. Uh, G1 Climax participants were announced. The only two whose names I can pronounce are Kenny Omega and Michael Elgin. So, so you get the cleaner and a potato. So if you want to see a cleaned up potato, go watch the G1. <laughs> um, and yes, I'm doing this just to piss off April. Okay. I know who most of the guys are. Um, it's going to be a good group. But it is mostly Japanese guys. Only two white dudes, American dudes. You know, guys is from Omega and are Omega and wow. Elgin. Everyone else is Japanese. Okay. So no Bucks, no Cole, okay. none of that. Because um, I think they try to keep it heavyweights for the G1. Because yeah. the junior heavyweights are the best super juniors. So, I think but you're right. G1 got announced. Fantastic. Enjoy if you're in a Jap- Japan wrestling. Um, yeah. So I understand that Scoot has done some homework. I have done some homework. We are going to announce the first 16 participants in the Battle of Los Angeles 2016. Yes, 2016. Which will be taking place uh, Labor Day weekend. September 2nd, 3rd, 4th-ish. I believe it. 3rd through 5th, 2nd through 4th. Very excited. I wonder when DDT is this year. I'm not sure. I'd have to look into that. But but the PWG Bola entrance so far for 2016... Were released in this numerical order. So this On Twitter. Is not my choice. This yeah. is how they released them. Number one entrant was Cody Rhodes. Fuck yes. American wrestler. If you don't know who Cody Rhodes is, I don't know why you're listening to this show. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're doing with your life if you don't know who Cody Rhodes is. Uh, number two, Kamatachi. Excellent. From Ring of Honor, CMLL, and New Japan. He is a Japanese wrestler. He can that we go. literally so. just talked about. On both of our Ring of Honor I would recaps. like to see him with the leash off. Uh, you know, because yes. New Japan and Ring of Honor are trying to tell a story. PWG don't give a fuck. No, they don't. So, that's why and I like watching just PWG. tournament style, so there's no story to be told except for win and advance. Yep. Excellent. Uh, number three, Jeff Cobb, American wrestler. Do you know who Jeff Cobb is? Matanza in Lucha he Underground. He is Dario Apparently, like, young Brock Lesnar can just fucking do like shooting stars. Yes. Shit. He's American from, uh, Hawaii, uh, known as Matanza Cueto from Lucha underground. I'm excited to see what he can do outside of uh, being, being Matanza. Matanza. Yep. Uh, I think he's going to kill it. Number four, Mark Haskins, uh, wrestler out of the UK, uh, mostly known for his work in dragon gate and okay. IPW. Um, Osprey, isn't this guy Osprey complimented on Twitter? I believe so. The hardest working guy in British wrestling. If it's not him, it was Mark Andrews. Okay. One of those two. Uh, I don't remember. Number five, Dalton Castle. Yes. A United States wrestler who you absolutely have to know from Ring of Honor as Dalton Castle or from Chikara as Ashley Remington. If you don't know, fucking go watch Ring of Honor for Dalton Castle. He is enough reason to watch Ring of Honor. Peacocks. Um... Also, I don't know if we explained what this is in case people don't know what PWG is. How do you is. not know what BOLA is? But a lot of people I'm might not. not. Be that guy. We have some WWE people. PWG is Pro Wrestling Gorilla, which, which is, is a, an outfit ran from Reseda, California, in what's basically a tiny American Legion hall. 
And um, it's indies run by wrestlers. Yes. Uh, their board of directors is Joey Ryan, Super Dragon, and other wrestlers. Excalibur. Excalibur. Um, yeah. it, and if you've never watched a PWG show, do yourself a favor right fucking now and go buy one. It is it is the it is the where to be for indie shows. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, at the moment, um, just look up PWG or Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Yeah, uh, and that's it's spelled all like Gorilla fantastic. Warfare, not like a gorilla at the zoo. Although their logo is a gorilla at the zoo, so close enough, you'll find it either, either way. way. You'll get it. Yeah. Um. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt, but I wanted. Oh, that's quite all right. I get it. Yeah. Some people don't know what PWG is. They all should because and hopefully like now they our all good will. friend Sam. Who is not a listener, but is a good friend of ours who goes to PWX with us. Yes. Had never seen Ebola before, and I helped her out with that this week. So, you you're, know. It, you're a gentleman and a scholar. Work, work it out to find it. Ask your friends. At least one of them watches PWG, I promise. Yeah, somebody has some PWG footage you can look at. Yep. You can also look it up on YouTube. They have stuff there. Yep. Uh, next is Pete Dunn, a UK wrestler. This is one of those guys I had no idea. He's also known as Tiger Kid. Tiger Kid. I have heard that name. He wrestles for Progress and Rev Pro in the UK, okay. uh, which are two of the biggest UK indie ones. promotions yeah. going right now in the UK. That um, He was number six. Number seven, uh, Sammy Callahan wrestling out of the yes. United States. Uh, if you don't know who Sammy Callahan is, he was also Solomon Crow in NXT. Uh, he's wrestled for PWG before, Ring of Honor. Former uh, PWX champion. Yeah, former PWX champion. Uh, also a CZW wrestler. Yep. Uh, number eight is Tommy N from the Netherlands. Fuck yes. Uh, he is a satanic sex machine. What more can I say? Tommy, Tommy, Tommy fucking N. Yes. Uh, he's wrestled for ICW, Rev Pro, CZW, PWG, Big Japan. He's literally wrestled from one end of the earth to the other. Uh, we met him in Dallas. Super, Super nice, nice guy. Yeah. Great dude. Um, I want to see him do bigger and better things. There's rumor that he is already signed to WWE. Yep. Uh, this will probably be his last indie thing. Yeah, I hope that's true. I want to see uh, uh, some international like talent Biff like that. I feel like did that last year. I feel like right before he went to I really hope NXT. they don't do Tommy in like they're doing Biff Busick. I hope not, too. Three different names. Yeah. Not really doing, doing much a whole with lot. And I'm, not, I'm not happy about that. Uh, one of our favorite members of Dim North Carolina Boys at number nine, yes. Trevor Lee. From the United States. Uh, if you don't know him from TNA, where he's an X Division, a former X Division champion, uh, he's also been to PWG and various uh, indie promotions such as Omega and he's, PWX. He's always somewhere, every night. Always somewhere. Uh, he's Dude is he's wrestling everywhere. Great. And so, generally, if there's a tag match and you find him or Andrew Everett, one is complimenting the other. Quote uh, Gabe Sapolsky here. Trevor Lee, you can put him on any card in any capacity, and he makes your show better. Do you know why? Because he's so fucking good. Do you know who trained him? No. He is from Cameron, North Carolina, and is trained by Matt and Jeff Hardy. Ah, that makes a lot of sense. What I like about Trevor is he's got this like real like caveman brawler style, mm-hmm. but he can do the other shit, too. He can. He just doesn't. Yeah. It's very conscious. It's fantastic. He's uh, so good. Number 10, Adam Cole, baby, from the United States. Uh, if you don't know who Adam Cole is, he's a former PWG champion. He was the PWG champion before uh, current 
well, before Roddy and before Zack Sabre Jr. Yes. He lost it when he signed an exclusive Ring of Honor contract because yep. he was going to be gone. But now Ring of Honor has worked out a deal where he can do both. Bam. So now he's in BOLA 2016. He's also from, as he said, Ring of Honor. He's also worked for CZW. Uh, number 11, which was a name I did not recognize until I did a little research. John okay. Hennigan. I knew this one. I did not Johnny know John fucking Hennigan Mundo was Johnny Mundo, a.k.a. Yep. John Morrison. You want to know why I knew this? You know that grab bag I got from High Spots at yeah. uh, Mania? Had the WrestleCon Super Show from the year before? John Hennigan versus somebody. I'm like, who the fuck is John Hennigan? Turn it on. John oh, Morrison. it's goddamn John Morrison. Boom. Okay. Yep. Um, I, I had to do a little research to figure that one out. Yep. Uh, number 12, Jack Gallagher from the UK. Also a participant in the he CWC. He is a CWC qualifier, uh, which uh, I don't remember where he was at that he qualified for that. But he beat, Lynn? He beat Pete Dunn to get into the CWC. Red Pro, maybe? Uh, something like that. It was one. Of the, um, I feel like it was one of the British ones. Uh, he's also either um, I'm not sure because I didn't write down former or current uh, future shot tag team champ. Excellent. Um, number thirteen. This is where I don't know, so I'm very excited. Oh, you're interested right now. here? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you right now, he ain't nothing to fuck with. Chris, Chris Hero, Hero is the thirteenth entrant. Uh, if you don't know Chris Hero, he was a developmental wrestler at NXT. Uh, he's worked fucking everywhere. Name in NXT was Cassius Ono. Yeah, and CZW. Uh, next is Mark Andrews, uh, a wrestler from the British. UK that is currently signed to TNA. Okay. Did not know that. I think I saw him on another PWG show at some point. That is very possible. I've watched him. He was pretty good. Uh, number 15, Ricochet. Well, duh. And Ricochet, former winner. Ebola. Yes. Could do it again. Uh, he's also Prince Puma from Lucha Underground. Yes. Uh, and he's very well known for his work in Dragon Gate. Word on the street and now New Japan with Sidel. Um And PWX with just himself. himself. Yeah. Uh, word on the street is he will not be returning to Lucha Underground after... Season 3 was the end? Season 3 is it. So, um, so he's... A lot of rumors. His he's, option to get out and then his waiting period? A lot of rumors is he's heading on up. Uh, like December, January. Okay. So we'll, well see. It had to be 2017 before he, yeah, he, he was able to do anything with that. So we'll see. And but. number 16, a guy that you and I both saw in Dallas with Drew Gulak. Okay. Former UFC fighter. Well, actually he still fights for, he still listed as an active fighter for Matt UFC. Riddle? Matt Riddle. Excellent. Uh, I'd like to see him on Also worked for Evolve show. and uh, WWN Live. And those are the... Uh, 16 current participants uh, in this year's BOLA. So last year was 24. From what I so read on. we might have like eight so more. So this could week. be two-thirds right here. And All we right. may have eight more coming, but I'm not certain about that. That sounds like a hell of a fucking tournament. It so far already. is a hell of a show. Uh, I'm hoping there's eight more. I'm hoping we get a little uh, female talent in there. I'd like to see Candice back in uh, BOLA again. She's going to be 100% healed by then, no problem. The good thing about BOLA is... Candace will still be on those shows. Yes. Because the way they do it, they don't do all tournament matches. It's not all matches. tournament matches, correct. They do a lot of six-man tags. It's kind of like an all-star weekend. but With a tournament happening in with between. With a tournament in the middle of it. Yes. And the guys that go out of the tournament end, end up in, these, in the six-man tags. Yeah. And you get crazy spot fest like Rich Swan just diving into the ring for no fucking reason. And it's great. And 
you have not watched Ebola before, do your you need homework. To find somebody um, that's got one. Find somewhere so to get one. Or fucking buy it for $15 on High yeah, Spots. Yeah, order it and they'll send Whatever. it to you. Uh, it's, high Spots is out of Charlotte. If you're in our area, you can have it within two days. Um, But yeah, it's it's so good, guys. Like PWG, other than PWX, is the one thing I'm like, man, I wish I could go to that. Uh, that is definitely something I really would like to go to one day. But their just tickets sell out in less than five minutes. Atmosphere. Yeah. I'd like to just be in the building one time for that. Yeah, I don't even eat front row it's for It's like that. I'm not a Cubs fan, but I'd like to go to Wrigley Field. Right, just because it's, yeah. a, it's a thing. I am a wrestling fan, and I would love to go to a PWG show. Um. All right. Other news real quick. Do you have uh, other news? A couple news bits. Um. The woman who designed our logo, Aaron, oh, had yeah. a baby this week. Congrats. Uh, I believe it was a 7-pound, 10-ounce yes. baby boy. He came out perfectly healthy, and congratulations to Aaron Brandon on their new addition to the family. Yep. I hope your cats like and I'm, him. I'm glad everything came out good, because I know there was, yes, I know there there was, was some issues. Been in the hospital and for about two days. It's fantastic. Uh, but he's healthy. She's fine. Obviously, Brandon's um, fine. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, congratulations, Aaron. Uh, big friend of the show. Yeah. Obviously, she designed her fucking logo. Yeah, I uh, miss her. We need to... Uh, we do. We need and, to find her a babysitter and, and hang and out with hang her. Hang out, so. eat some yeah. donuts. Yeah. Um, also, uh, one homegrown congratulations. Congratulations to Coastal Carolina University on winning the College World Series today and Hell bringing yeah. the first national championship of any kind uh, to their school. Um, Damn. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah, that's the first. So they won. It wasn't like they won regionals. They won the whole fucking thing. Yeah, game three of the best of three against Arizona was today while Damn. I was at work, and I watched watch es, watch ESPN on my phone nice. and watched them win the title. Excellent. Uh, and they tried to give it away. Honestly, not that they were purposely doing it, but it was yeah. four zip. Then it was okay. four two. Then we get to the bottom of the ninth, and there's a runner on second and third. They've scored a run now, so it's four three. Two on, two out, backup catchers at the plate because earlier in the game, the uh, one of the batters for Coastal Carolina on the backswing caught the starting catcher in the back of the head, and he had to leave the game. Well, damn. So the only reason the backup catcher's in the game at all is because Coastal Carolina accidentally took him out. Excellent. Uh, and <laughs> it's a 3-2 count, bottom of the ninth, two out, two on, Arizona's down by one, and homeboy gets the strikeout. By the way, the pitcher they had on the mound, 42 appearances this year, zero saves. Had never been in a closing role, was a starter. Damn. So it just was... Way to come through in the clutch. Ridiculous. He's a left foot, put in the clutch, right? Yep. All right. Uh, I don't remember who said that expression first in my life, but I don't even have feet, and I love that expression. Someone did. Yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, To bring it back to wrestling for like five seconds, and then we're going to call it a day. Sure. We're at almost two hours again. We uh, always do that. Ring of Honor took a long fucking time, though. It did. We watched we, a lot of fucking Ring of Honor. I had three hours. You had four hours. Yeah, we watched basically eight hours we, of Ring of we Honor. We wanted to let the people know. Well, I'm sure it's everybody wanted to know that Jay Lethal got his head shaved. Yeah. Um, all right. So, 2K17 WWE comes out in October. Brock Lesnar was announced as the cover athlete. I get it, because that'll catch people's attention yes. in the store. But at the same time, I wish they would do a full-timer. Um, I understand why they don't, well, but I, I get, wish they would. I get that they're doing it because, yeah, he's only part-time there, but he's also wrestling on a UFC event this summer about the yeah. time that game comes out. Oh, God. They're going to they're gonna make so much bank. 
Yeah. It's ridiculous. With Lester on the cover. I and hope the game plays better than last year's. It, it's okay. It's not. See, that's bad the problem. Year. You just said it was yeah. okay. 15 is not good. 16 was better than 15. Well, they can do better than that. Yeah, they can. Um, for, I think 2K14 was great. They yeah. they fucked with some shit, and they need to stop fucking with shit. They, they need um, to go back to that. And then other news, and the little promo they cut with Heyman is pretty good for selling yes. the... Also, did you hear Heyman called out Donald Trump and wants to have a debate with him in the UK? Oh, God, Heyman will kill him. Yeah, I know. God. Uh, I... I would pay money to see it. Right. I would uh, pay-per-view that. Yeah. Uh, other weird news. WWE released a fantasy draft page. So they give you 73 people, and you pick where you want them to go. So raw or basically SmackDown. what you're saying yeah. is they took our idea and made it a website. And made it a website. Yeah. Okay. Uh, surprising a little bit to me, one person who was listed... On the 73-man roster. Ryback. Still listed. He's still technically an employee of theirs. I haven't heard anything since he ran his mouth. He's suspended, but he's still an employee. So I'm wondering if he's coming back for the draft. Like if they worked it out and they're good now. It's very possible. Because now that his mouth is shut, they don't care. Also, Nikki Bella is listed. Um, Nikki Bella is also listed. And 71 other people. Which, at that point... We have 73 people, counting Ryback and Nikki Bella, to go to the two shows. Yeah. That's 40... That's 36 plus one. That's 36 plus one. Yeah. Why are they raiding NXT and reaching out to 40 people, or 40 plus year old people, if they're... Because I guess they want 70 for each show. Why? Because they technically have a 73-man roster, based on what you're saying, for all their shows. For main event, for superstars, for... SmackDown for Raw. Need that many? Paper, no, thirty-six each is is great, and you need to cut Raw to two hours. Yeah, you need they to won't. Fuck though. off and cut it to two. They won't though. You're gonna brand split. You only need two hours of Raw. You only need two hours of SmackDown. Yeah. Stop. Yeah, they need. What they really need to do is just put the people in storylines that matter. That matter, and stop putting shit. You know, I'm sure Titus is a great dude, but stop putting Titus and Rusev on. And give me a story. Yes. Because there was no story with Titus and Rusev until Rusev made fun of his kids. Yes. Then Titus and Rusev have a real feud. And, and now like they're it. now they're bailing on it. And I hate that. The second it got interesting, they bailed. Uh, yeah, and I guess they're, they're interesting outside, didn't catch on enough. Outside of Owens and Zayn right now, the mid-card has no storyline. It's just like, oh, look, there's people... We did not mention how Maurice killed it on Raw. Oh, my God. How did we miss that? Fucking. Maurice was the fucking best. Yeah. She faked an injury. Yep, she did. And, and I loved it. Derek and I were texting each other yeah. about how fantastic that was. Yeah, it was pretty great. And the and, fact... And Derek said... Yeah. It's believable that she hurt her ankle because it's not hard to walk around in those... Gavin- it's not easy to walk around in a pair of those Gavinci lace boots. There you go. Uh, I gotta give credit to Miz. I was a little surprised by his actions. How were you surprised by his actions? I was surprised that he took the chivalrous route of picking up and carrying his wife off and carried his Look, wife let's be to honest, the back. Let's be honest here: if you're a C-list at best actor, <laughs> that's being generous for him. And we're basically a reality star. 
Yeah. And somehow, through what I can only assume is a Triple H Steph type marriage arrangement, got Maurice to agree to marry you. There's no other way to be other than chivalrous. The fact that she lets you hang out with her is more than grateful <laughs> uh, on her part. Fair so. enough. Um, but yeah, it was it was well done on Miz and Maurice's part. Yes, I loved it. I loved it. I'm glad. I'm glad they're she back. She got him counted out, so he didn't lose his title. She faked an injury, called it acting. Uh, he told her she deserved an Oscar. She made mention that they were on TV. And she would only get an Emmy. I thought that was genius. <laughs> it was, it yeah, was wonderful. It, it was very well done on that part. That was the other highlight of Raw. Because I don't care about New Day and Wyatt's. And I don't care about other shit going on. So. I actually cut it off before New Day and Wyatt's. Oh, all right. Um, that was anyway. I was trying to give it over to you. Yeah, I did not see it. Uh, like I said, I was coloring. I wasn't even tweeting from my account this week. I was just kind of You chilling. do know that we can both tweet from the account. Yeah, I know. Because it's I'm obvious aware. when you tweet and obvious when I tweet. We yeah. don't tweet the same things. No, we don't. And we don't even tweet the same words. No, nope. like, not even. Our language way. is totally different and people will know. Which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. However, I just, I was relaxing, trying to chill. And I understand. Didn't want to tweet. Um, India goes to bed at nine. Yeah. So the first hour is the only one I may not actually tweet hard. But after that. I'm all by myself with the dog, so... There you go. All right. Well, we're going to bring this to a close. Wait. Um, oh, we got more? We got a dirty word of the week. Oh, goddamn. How did we not work it in? What uh, we? we actually should have worked it in with some baseball, because... Are we back to the summer of shit? Um, some anal. Okay, so could so be some shit the, if you don't prepare the properly. And speaking of ballparks, this week's dirty word of the week is Arkansas Knuckleball. Arkansas knuckleball. Yes, sir. And it involves anal. Somewhat. Somewhat. Accidentally. Okay, so this is when you're fingering a chick and your knuckle accidentally goes into her ass. That uh, would be interesting, but no. Ah, damn. That's not even it. Uh, When engaging in intercourse with a woman from behind in the vagina, a quick, sudden, and forceful penetration of the anus, often occurring as an accident... It may also occur... Is accident in quotes? Because I feel like it should be. No, it's not. Okay. Also, uh, it also may occur as a... How do you do uh, to simply ring her bell? All right. We'll use it in a sentence. That will be helpful. Last time I was banging it in with that bitch, I gave her a donkey punch to spice things up. I gave her the old Arkansas knuckleball. So, wait. He did a donkey punch and, and an Arkansas, Arkansas knuckleball. knuckleball. This guy has got skills. That guy has some testicles is uh, what he has. Yeah. Well, Good at least Lord. he didn't go for the Kentucky lawnmower. Uh, the testicular fortitude is quite high on that guy. It is. You're right. You're um, damn right. <laughs> All right. So after the fantastic dirty word of the week, we're going to bring the show to a close. Uh, follow us at Sad Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Like the show page, ask to do the closed group on Facebook, stupidanddelicious.com. Hit us up with any questions, comments, uh, suggestions. Blogs. We did have a suggestion critiques. to do a Survivor Series team matchup, but we're running long, so we'll have to save it for another time. Right. Um, sorry. Anyway. Sorry, Alex. Yeah, sorry, dude. Anyway, uh, so follow us all those places. Yep. Uh, YouTube, it'll be there. Podbean, it'll be there. iTunes, Stitcher. Listen to us wherever you want to fucking listen to us. We don't care. Uh, biggest way you can help us as a show 
tell your wrestling friends about us. Give us a shout-out. Shout-outs I forgot real quick. Uh, shout-out to Lance Lude, one of our PWX regulars and huge fans of Lance Lude here. Because today, June 30th, I'm not wearing a wrestling shirt. I am wearing a blue shirt for a organization. I'm going to call it AMC because I know I'll fuck it up if I say the real name. Uh, Arthrogryposis multiplex congenita something along those lines holy shit that was yeah mouthful. is a disability that occurs in your joints when you're born that's not good um it's it can be real rough but i've worked with a lot of families dealing with this and a lot of people and they're all great awesome people to be around uh it's awareness day for them and lance lude re-facebooked a post i made to that the picture of you with awareness shirt on? yeah okay. i was wearing this shirt this morning and Lance Lude took the time to go read up on it and make a Facebook post to bring more awareness. So I would like to say thank you personally oh, sweet dude. to Lance Lude. He really is on cool. everything. Um, and follow him on everything. And then other shout out, if you're in the Charlotte area and you listen to us this weekend, as in today, tomorrow, and Saturday, uh, Paralympic trials for Rio de Janeiro for track and field are happening right now. Um, go check it out. I'll be there tomorrow night. If you want to give me a, you know, come look me up. It's at Johnson C. Smith University, which is the same place PWX held war games. So it should be super easy to find. If you're into the wrestling crowd in this area, you should know where that's at. Yeah. So, uh, those are my two shout outs. I forgot those. You can follow me at Osnogard, O-Z-N-O-G-R-D, Instagram, Twitter. I don't really use Instagram that much, but. He really doesn't. Yeah. Unless he goes to a wrestling show. Yeah. Uh, you can find me at T-H-E-S-C-O-O-T-3-R, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, just check us out on Facebook under the Sad Podcast. I really don't uh, do much with my personal as far as the show goes. Um, other than that, I guess we will catch you guys next week. Yep, that's it. Maybe we'll have a guest. Maybe we won't. Who knows? We'll know. see. Uh, I might be able to talk former guest of the show T into coming back. Cause that's possible. He, he has time now. Yep. But anyway, we'll see what happens next week. Rock and roll, Tim.